When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Sideline Talk, where we talk ash, because we back it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the humble beast, Undershane Hurt. What's good, y'all? Alan Shane, the place to be. What's up, right, Myers? Your boy, Coach Tay in the building. My man. Draft Wood, Rolling Hooker on House. Draft so, Wood? Good. I'm going to be God. Oh, oh draft bless draft. us. Oh, my man. man. I like it. I take it. titles in nine years and only the only two players that have more touchdowns than him in that span because he's only 29 years old Jerry Rice and Randy Moss so that's excellent company so shout out to Grunk y'all know I'm not a big Grunk fan never was that's true but good job happy trails to you Um, actually I'm looking forward to see you in your next endeavor We don't know what that's going to be. Yes, and I'm looking forward to it. I don't think this is a real retirement. So let me just say that. It is not a real uh, retirement. He's coming back. He just wanted to have the rights to go and do whatever he wanted to do with the WWE for the next month or so. And I think he don't want to do training camp at all. (laughs) Which, I I mean, it is what it is. But um, I ain't going to say congratulations to him. Hell with him. Uh, I said agree. That's all I think. Just a little WWE run. SummerSlam will be right back. Yeah. Be really? Back. That's it? Yeah. Maybe SummerSlam. No, let's no, 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 see how it's about a series. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I was skeptical until I seen Mojo Riley on TV and all this and that. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. So mm-hmm. Rock is, it's, that's really about to happen. Yeah. But I think it's more than just like a couple month run. I think, you know, Vince would really. Want to use that guy? Mm-hmm. You know, but can he take the slams? Can he take? It's not. It's not an easy. It's not an easy business. Right. It's an art to it. Taking yeah. a, a true bump. So I don't know. I don't know if he could take the slams or not. But you know, it's, it'd be interesting to see. He definitely got the the personality for it. Um, I might hate him in the ring as much as I'm not a fan of him on the football field. You know, he smiled too much though. <laughs> like, can you imagine him like being? Can you imagine like being in the ring? You know who he remind me of? Who? Like just his personality, like no way, Jose. How's this agreement? Right, he's just like no, like like you stop smiling, you like six six two sixty. Like what are you doing? Like Grunk can't be a heel. 
So no. it gotta be a face. Right. Right. It's like, ah, oh, come on, do I I just can't wait to see him get beat down first. Like pretty much in order to put him over as a as a face, he has to get like beat up bad. Mm-hmm. I just like can't a, wait. Just, we just talked about him. Like I would I take that back. I don't want to see him in wrestling because I'm gonna turn the chance. Because <laughs> Gronk is like with his personality so far, he's gonna be a big Alex Wright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna make you mad. Like, all right. But imagine Cut having to with Samoa Joe who just have the, the straight mean face all the time. Oh, and then him smiling at Samoa Joe just pissing him off. Damn. So Mojo Raleigh is like talking in the mirrors and stuff in wrestling right now. Yeah, he's missing his friend. So Okay, yeah. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you expect to see Gronk at WrestleMania. Yeah. So yeah. Whatever. Somebody is stealing while you're in the crowd and that'll cause everything to happen. Football wise. I'm glad to see him go, and I really believe it's time. Yeah, mostly happy. I've been saying, like, I've been saying he ain't been, looked like Gronk for, like, two years, but, you know, y'all been telling me different. I'm just, I don't see it. He's going to decline, but what he's been giving you has been enough uh, mm-hmm. for them to be successful still. You got to choke up, pause. <laughs> yeah, you <gotta>. Right? <laughs> yeah. that, that, that one is different. <laughs> I agree. That's correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. I said pause, though, man. He ain't no way we're granted. How different is that? Oh, He's the only one that's all black. But yeah, you're right. The threat of Grump, though, like makes you. I think Kansas City had it. Had the way they covered the, the, the Patriots, right? Though. Like, I mean, you got a man up on Gronk. You can't dedicate a double team to him at that point. Mm-hmm. If he beats your, your man, man covers, then you're good. Then that's, I mean, well, you're not good, but it is what it is. And that's, that's what you designed your playbook to do, to let him not really beat your man coverage, but mm-hmm. to play man coverage on Gronk. Right. They had success with that until they right. didn't have success with that. <laughs> so. <laughs> How will this affect their uh, game plan going forward? Because many could argue that. Um, Grady loses his greatest target since Moss. Because you look at Grady's, Brady's, I'm sorry, Grady, my fault. Brady's numbers um, before Moss, it was okay, it was cool. Mm-hmm. But after Moss and then after acquiring Gronk, his numbers have been like, wow. Mm-hmm. But now that, you know, your focal point of your offense, the, the one piece who makes you, um, Hard to deal with. Like, when you want to run a ball, Gronk is in the game. You want to pass the ball, Gronk is in the game. You're in the red zone, Gronk is split out. You know what I mean? Like, now that he's gone, like, what's up? How, how, do, you, how do they move forward? I, I think they'll move forward by drafting um, a, a, a tight end. I would say probably between rounds two and three. But they, I think they're also going to trade for a tight end as well. If they feel that this retirement is, in fact, uh, legit, then they'll do that. If I don't hear anything from them in the draft or in the free agency, then mm-hmm. they then they think we're coming back too. Well, one interesting note in free agency, we all know Jared Cook is signing with the Saints, mm-hmm. but it's been reported that the Patriots were aggressively <laughs> pursuing Jared Cook. No, oh, okay. So I'm like, hmm. Paper Sandra ready? Huh? Paper Sandra they could possibly go after Kobe Fleener now that Jared Cook is. I mean, but can he block like Gronk? I think you're going to miss a lot of the blocking that Gronk brought because right. he covered a lot of the defensive oh. and the offensive line. 
You're going to miss that. Jerry Cook, too. You're going to miss that. Yeah, period. Like, yeah. Gronk did it all. He was like uh, another lineman. If you go on the draft, I mean, on the draft, the draft <coughs> is good at it's, it's deep at tight end once again, back to back years. Maybe a good fit for them might be Iowa, Iowa State, or Iowa. 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 Um, but the other guy, Hawkinson. Um, yeah, Hawkinson, because he's a better blocker of the two. Mer- uh, Michigan, right? No, that's no, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, that's Iowa. Mm-hmm. I mean, Don't I, Michigan have a? I'm sorry, Michigan yeah. have a tight end. I don't think he well, came so out. Like, like, he like okay. did he not come out? I don't think he came out the big oh, one. Yeah, I forgot I his name. I don't think okay. they came out. Yeah, like six, eight. Yeah. yeah, they got they got one. I think Missouri got a big tight end too. Mm. I don't think neither one of them came out. Mm. Yeah. He was on the list, but he, he might not have came out. He might not have declared. Oh, he was Michigan on like, was on the list. Yeah, Michigan's. Oh, um, what's it? Is it Gentry? No, I don't think it's Gentry. I forgot his name. No, I thought it was like Hogan does, like he just said. It, but... No, I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name, but. Oh, Peter King pulled out a, a very interesting um, take on this. Like, how would the Patriots replace Gronk? He he was saying how you know, of course, they can address it in the draft, but you can't get everything because of everything Gronk brings. Right. Um, Free agency done came and gone. He said, or they can make a big move and just switch it um, completely and trade. Because they got three picks within the first 60 players, 60 picks, something like that. Mm -hmm. They can package a deal with Cincinnati and get A.J. Green. Mm -hmm. Before A.J. Green is like, do another big deal. Don't put that out there. I mean, Peter King, that's interesting, though. That might be going to be mad at A.J. Green leaving the division. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. But he don't have an arm for, like, A.J.'s talents. That's perfect. But but think about it. Think how how Cincinnati used A.J. Green. Like, of course, he's a a deep threat on the outside, but they move him a lot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's all. Yeah. And he's he's quick. But it'll be interesting. I wouldn't... Care, you know, as a football fan, I enjoy it, but you know, like you said, get him out the division. Yeah, get him up out the division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was AB and uh, oh, damn, you grabbed you, you. Y'all know, good on y'all respect Odell. Don't start respecting Odell. I'm about to say, you gained Odell, right? Neither one of y'all, y'all the two. What you mean? You don't respect Odell, Becky. All right, I don't respect Becky. <laughs> it is. I say, right, right. Becky. Yeah, yeah. Top five. He was top, top, top five wide receivers. Oh, okay. no, no, he's not. Damn. See what I mean? <laughs> he's top ten. Damn. See what I mean? Like Julio, AB, Hop, Hop, Keenan, Boy in New Orleans, Keenan. Who's Keenan? Allen. Allen. Uh, no, I don't think I'm gonna put Keenan. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna put Keenan over Odell. I'll put him at five. AJ. AJ. No, I got AJ. I got AJ. AJ still top five. He keep being hurt though. Yeah. You can't rely on him to be top five. But yeah. Becky keep being hurt too though. I put Tyree Hill in front of him too. Oh, I was saying Reed, Thielen, Diggs. I'm just, Thielen. Yeah. No, nah. You ain't saying in front of you know. Yeah, yeah. they second level. But he's not top five. But they, but, down, so mm-hmm. guess he won his argument. He's five. He five. Yeah. I put. I have him at five. Uh, you got him ten. Or you don't respect him. No, I have him at ten. I have him in the top ten. He's oh. probably around, he's going to probably be six, seven for eight. All right. All right, well, speaking of Odell, he's in the division. 
Um, last time we were on the show, we talked about that. But the Ravens made a splash and added the best safety in football to the team. And also, as expected, I think, I think Roland, you mentioned it in November. I think somebody mentioned it like last offseason. It was rumored last offseason from somewhere. Mark Ingram is a Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been like saying that for like two season. years. Yeah. It's like Mark Ingram. Yeah. Mark Ingram is finally a Raven. What's your thoughts on the move? I love the Ingram move. I've been calling it for two years. Mainly because the Ravens um, targeted him in a trade two years ago, but the Saints it didn't go through. Um, so that tells me they had interest in him. Okay. So when his contract was up, looking at what Lamar kind of needs for the offense that I envision for him, needing a receiving <laughs> back. It made perfectly good sense. You're not going to go for a Le'Veon Bell, and I look at I look at contract numbers. I'm like, okay, well, he signed like three years, twelve million dollars with the Saints when he was younger, so his number will be around that same amount. If he tried to sign with us now, he's 29 years old. Those numbers sound like Raven numbers, mm-hmm. you know, where it's a two year deal. It's a three year deal, not really a two year deal, but if it became three years, we'd be okay with that third year anyway. So it just made sense that the guy is. Yards per curry has been increasing every year as he's been getting older. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, he doesn't have a lot of traveling time. Well, he, has, he has a lot of traveling time, I'm sorry. He's a perfect fit for us. I like the move of Mark Ingram. Basically, what he said, it helps Lamar a lot to have a consistent, proven running back back there. I mean, Kenny Dixon is not proven. Gus Bradley is not proven. Gus Bradley is proven. He's a hell of a commentator. Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. I mean, he had a good, what, eight weeks? Six weeks? <laughs> Gus Bradley do make Trace McSorley seem like a star. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we all know, we all know Gus is a, is a product of the, um, the running style we were running last year. Or not. Right. Um, right, so you got a proven running back with a coach. Get an offensive line in front of that mm-hmm. and figure it out. Um, I like both moves. Thank you, because they just say they they. they I guess, just, they, I guess they, 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 they didn't like the arrow move. I don't know what. I mean, it depends on what what arrow has left in his and in, in, in the tank off of two broke legs. Yeah, but here's my thing. If Earl can give us, if Earl is better than Weddle, then yes, we upgrade. If Earl is better than Weddle. Yeah. If, can he move better than Weddle? That's all I'm saying. What? If Earl is three quarters on a player he used to be, he'll be better than Weddle. That's just my point. Like, my, my, my they thing. like most players in the league at three quarters of themselves. Right. And his position is not so, even fair. So I'm with that move. I'm with the Mark Ingram move because it's a uh, uh, downhill runner and tough runner. And Mark Ingram still got speed, too. Yeah, hey, that's the scary part. Yeah, like, I mean, so I, I like those moves. But that's not my favorite Ravens move this offseason. Um, are we going to get to that a little bit later? Oh, wait, no, we can go right there. Okay, so my favorite Ravens move this offseason is the moves they did make. They didn't go and sign a low-budget, um, older wide receiver to come wait, in excellent. and take playing time away from wait, young wide receivers. Excellent. Wait on. Wait on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can cut. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. But they cut after the draft. Right. So, so I mean, saying, I, I'm happy that... To me, they're pointing in the direction to let the young guys play and see what the young guys got. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, I'm all for that. Um, not so much a pass rusher, but uh, I like Judon. I just don't. I don't trust Tim Williams or um, 
Or Bowser, yeah. Yeah, but that's thankfully that's the position that they always stock up in the draft. Yeah. So that's something for especially mm-hmm. this draft class. Mm-hmm. With edge rushers galore. They do a good job finding those seven, eight, second year kind of guys. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. undrafted even. But we need a fifteen seconds. Right now we're crying yeah. about a guy that wasn't even drafted who got paid fifteen, eighteen million dollars. Was it Darius? Oh, yeah. Fourth round. Yeah, fourth round guy. I was so mad. But what's exciting about the Zedarius and what the Ravens do as an organization? Zedarius played basketball. Mm-hmm. Like when he got to Kentucky, if he got to Kentucky after one year of high school football, mm-hmm. so that's that's crazy. Like you got a true basketball player, and he turned into being guys who just made sixteen million dollars a season. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. listening, That's that word solid. basketball is going to be used a lot during this during this um facts this evaluation. <laughs> facts <laughs> by both by this whole, a lot. This whole show, <laughs> but a lot by me. It is not going to be about basketball related to football. Yeah, but it's going to be used. I buy that. So let me ask you this: Terrell Suggs gone. Mm-hmm. Um, salute to him on an uh, excellent. Raven career as a whole, as a yeah. whole, excellent Raven career. One of the greatest Ravens <laughs> ever. By far our greatest pass rusher in ever. the history of the Ravens organization. The young history of the Ravens organization. Before I ask you, what was your favorite son's memory? Did y'all see the interview with Skip and Shannon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You didn't see it. I didn't see it. For those who seen it, what was what was your initial reaction after watching? My initial reaction is niggas lying. <laughs> that that was my my initial reaction. Uh, I feel like he wanted to say more than he than he said about the organization, about the direction the organization was heading, and he just didn't want to be there. He felt like he still wanted to play. He'd rather be close to home while he's still playing. That's what I felt like. And so I, he do you think he well, based on the moves, he did tell the truth. Like it's kind of you see the youth movement, mm-hmm. but you still feel as though you know he softballed it to a degree. Correct. I don't think he like. I think eventually a story <laughs> will come out that we'll hear, and it won't be similar to one he told them on mm-hmm. the interview. I think the Costa had a conversation with him that he didn't like, mm-hmm. and. Because mm-hmm. he made a real big point by saying, you know, if Ozzy was still there, was still right. there, you know, I'd still be here. Yeah. But something about the customers had that 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 come to the truth meeting, like, hey man, we tired of keeping these old guys around, mm-hmm. um, not giving these young guys a chance. And truthfully, we don't really know if Tim Williams or Bowser can really do anything. And I looked at a snap count. Um, mm-hmm. Suggs had like five hundred something, and Bowser had like like one hundred and two snaps. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like about. Equivalent like two or three games worth of snaps for a sixteen game season, and we over here judging these guys as if we've seen the whole entire like all they can really offer, and and it's our stupidity first of all if we even drafted him so high when we knew we had Judon, we had Judon for a year, we figured he'd be the guy starting, and we had Stokes who was still a little bit younger, you had Zedarius there, so it was two poor draft picks to begin with, but these guys do have some kind of talent, so it might be best to. Put them in position to see, okay, do we need to pay $12 million for a guy like Houston? Right. Or do we actually have a guy, one of these two guys that can give us the seven to eight sacks a season um, that, you know, that, that that we want, that we need? 
Maybe we just go out there and we, we, we pick up a, a defensive end um, that can get some pressure. You go sign for like $8 million and have that be your front three. And that helped those guys, you know, that helped those guys um, get, get a better pass rush and the addition of um, a better safety back there can give you more um, coverage sack opportunities, things of that nature, and just opportunities all together. Those combinations of things could help these guys get you that seven, eight, or nine sacks this season. That's what I think they're looking for. I, not that I believe in it, but I think that's what they're going for. I believe in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about I, I did say earlier I, I wonder 15, a guy who can, get, can reach 15 sacks a, a, a season. But you know I can't do it? I'm, I'm not doubting he can, oh. but I, I think what's more important is the hurries. Mm. To me, like if, if you hurry the quarterback more, like that's more beneficial to you long term. That's what the Darius brought. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you can get if you can hit nine to ten sacks a year, and you have about twenty five QB hurries, your defense is doing pretty good from a pass rushing standpoint. So. Four one zero six six six. Child, please. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite subs, baby? Real quick, before we move on to shot and stop. New England. Once it was regular season, might have been postseason. Uh, um, we need a play, and he do his little, you know, play around with the the tackle, a little fade like I'm gonna go in, move on first down, second down he do it again, third down he fake it, and then he actually rushes and gets that sack strip fumble that we need for us to score, and go ahead. I want to say this was. Was that the Ray Rice playoff game when we blew him out? That's when that's the one. 10 somewhere in that area. That's the one when they were undefeated? No, it wasn't when they were undefeated. Oh, okay. But it was one of the, it was like the Flacco time where they weren't really, I think it was the playoff game. Mm. So I said when it was kind of baby Flacco, so I was thinking, yeah, I think he had like 10 passes that game. Yeah, that was the, the playoff, the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. was that? Bro, you got one? I'll wait. John, you got one? Nah, because he's he been going ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make him, I'm going to put him on the spot. Ain't no I wait. I want him to suck on My favorite such moment is when he signed with Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why people talk about Dirk now. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite such moment is when he announced that he was signed with Arizona. <laughs> uh, I want to say I got maybe two. I want to say it was a Thanksgiving game we went to when he went off oh, and uh the exact yeah. same. Um every time he came clutch versus uh Ben, the interception and the, um what was it, the, the sneaky interception. We jumped up and got it. Caught the screen. Yeah. And the one where he got it I ain't gonna say that's a lot of pause moments. So yeah. we, that one. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Gotcha. So that, those are the moments <laughs> like, <laughs> see what <laughs> My favorite moments involving Suggs really don't have to do with his, with his play. It's more just um, how he took over the mantle of that rivalry. And you could have probably thought maybe when Ray was gone and all the all the legendary Ravens were gone, like, okay, this is an opportunity for the rivalry kind of to die a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Suggs kind of made it more, you know, just more funny. Um, you know, made it more personal when it comes to him and Ben, things of that nature, with the things he says. Mm-hmm. Up. He, to me, the best um, Ravens weeks were like, when Suggs was like the guy. Right. 
and he was he was getting he was getting the whole entire Baltimore pumped about that. I wonder if he got some type of revenue percentage off from hey Pittsburgh. <laughs> Um, we still know the shirts. Like, exactly. That was hot. Yeah. Let's bring back it up. That was. <laughs> you know, you say your, your ass belonged to me or something like that. Oh, I don't know what he was saying. But yeah. I know one thing. That was crazy. <laughs> he was hoping to bring back it up. That's the. No, I think that uh, I agree with John. That Thanksgiving game against San Francisco, when he hit, who was it, six? You know, three and a half, something like that. It's 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 sex. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, the, was it Kaepernick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he just destroyed him, man. Yeah. Like the one man show. That's the defensive player of the year. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, right no, before the year before. Yeah, right before our Super Bowl championship season. Nah, nah. Did we play them Super Bowl year? We played them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Did we play them before that? Nah. I think yeah, we was, played him before that, but it wasn't that year. No, right, okay. I think it was like the year before or so. Because yeah, I mean, Jim Harbaugh was there. So it was 2011. Was that? Jim Harbaugh was that coming? Yeah. Oh, all right. That was 2011. That's what yeah. I thought. So it might have, yeah, it might have been 11. But I, I, that was one of my favorites. And then the um, the coming back from the Achilles, and he won defensive play of the year after that, right? Or not mistaken? No, before that. It was before? Yeah. Right, well, he, he came, came back from the Achilles Super Bowl season. Double digit sacks. That was crazy. Like, that's it. Shout out to Suggs. Nobody in Baltimore will <coughs> 55 again. So, you did your part. Mm, grab somebody and give him 55. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let me get these shot list stops out the way because we got our IM series coming up later. And we're going to kick it off with the wide receiver groups. Coming up later. That's going to be fun. All right. Shopping is stopping. If you agree with the statement, you shopping. If you disagree, you stopping. First one. Julio Jones deserves $20 million per season. What's the market for wide receivers? 18. Julio yeah. Jones deserves oh, yeah. $20 million per season. And the market is 18. He, got, he deserves 25. He deserves it. You Julio. see the crap that's throwing him in football? He deserves 25. Okay. Julio Jones definitely deserves $20, $20 million a year in Atlanta. Okay. Yo, we got $20 million to pull. What you said? And we don't get Julio? You, you agree? Yeah, in Atlanta, though. Okay. In Atlanta. He deserves it in Atlanta. He deserves it in Detroit. He deserves it in any place that needs a number one receiver. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Julio Jones really? deserves to be $20 million a year. Yeah, so why? In Kansas City. Huh? You don't deserve it in Kansas City. Why? Uh, you don't deserve it. Why not? Um, because it's just too much cash based in at that point. You don't deserve it with in Cleveland. You don't deserve it in. You don't deserve it in Cleveland, yeah. But in Kansas City, you let both your defensive like pass rushes go. You ain't got nobody on defense in the secondary. So I'm just saying. So he's playing without a number one receiver. He deserves money. Right, but that's what y'all saying. No defense last year with the pass rush. That's that's Ooh. that's what y'all yeah, saying. City defense was horrible. Last that year. was that a game that play calling. I bet if you was calling defense, that shit would be different. I definitely the blitz ball. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. You know, with me, it's always something behind that. So y'all saying he deserves it in places where they don't have number one receiver, mm, right? Nice. Yeah, I'm a Julio fan. Not in a so why? Event. Okay, well, why is it, what's? Oh, go ahead. Before you, so like in Baltimore, for example, 
I wouldn't give him twenty million dollars here, mainly because my quarterback ain't the guy that's gonna make him look like Julio. My quarterback is probably the guy that needs to rehill kind of guy. If right he now, has, he's not that guy. Yeah, he's not. He's not the guy that that will be. that can use Julio to who? He will be. <laughs> he can't use Julio properly. No. Yeah, if my hate level is on like a hundred thousand, just no damn sense. I think Tariq Hill isn't better than Julio. It's not even close as a wide receiver. Just great mm-hmm. as wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But in terms of what my quarterback does well, he's more of a. He's better with the intermediate stuff, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. So he can struggle. He can, yeah, he can struggle throwing the deep ball a little bit. And although Julio can, can make up for a lot of mistake mistake balls, I don't think that Julio will be Julio here. Okay, so but yeah. other than Julio saves at least three interceptions every week. Okay. So yes, Julio would be Julio here. All right. So <laughs> with that being said, more or less. Everyone agrees. I play for him so right? So why, why, why didn't any of y'all factor in his age? But at another player at another position, you factor in their age. Production. So, okay, he has a lot of yards, not a lot of touchdowns. That's not, that's not to his judgment. They. He's getting double and triple teamed at a race, huh? All right. So okay, can... well, but but let me finish. He so so that's that's a that's not really something he can control. Look at somebody like Earl Thomas, who's been the best safety in football since Ed and Troy left, and consistently has been that. But he's twenty nine. Does he deserve that type of money? I was an advocate for the side. Right. I'm just saying, like, if, if all playing fields was even, like, he'd have had the injuries, like, they, same thing. But they all, both 29 going on, well, both of them turned 30, like, in within months. Is the safety market the same as the wide receiver market? No. But the wide receivers are so dependent on the quarterback, because you just said, if, like, well, he the safeties are, the, are dependent the as well. The safeties can control the back end. Like, he controls it. If you don't have a pass rush, I don't care what safety you have. A quarterback is going to fry your safety, no matter you what. If that? you don't have that, so so wait 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 so so lob was always lob before, um, he got that. that no, pass but rush, you know, I'm just saying that like, pass rush is what made the lob not the lob. Once Clifford Averill and them niggas left, they weren't the lob no more. That sounds good, <laughs> but what did Earl do? Earl still like. The yeah, they were calling plays, yes. But you didn't have that pass rush and that worry of Averill and Bennett and Eden going off. I get that. There's no picks for Rich and uh, Earl. Look at it. Earl's numbers ain't dropped. Earl's still a man. To answer that right now, pass rush and secondary going hand in hand. Right. You got to have the technique at the end of the day and the skills and the mindset to know where you're going to. So he was scared of QBs nowadays. You can't have a a, a somewhat of an airy comparison mm-hmm. and not scare a QB. Right. That means that, that gives your defense a line of, of like another second to get to the QB because he's going to hesitate. So I mean, at the end of the day, that does play in it. Now, when it comes to age and that's this is the offensive driven league. Mm-hmm. Everything on the offense except for the running back position is going to get paid. The line is going to get paid more than the running back. The, Receive with a tight end and QB, so, everything's gonna get paid more than the running back. All right, what? 
<laughs> Alright, so let's say this. If if Z continues the way he's going, right? Mm -hmm. Dominant on the field, he does he does it all. 29, age 29 comes around. Do he deserve twenty million dollars a year? What's the highest yeah. contract for the running back right now? It does depend on the market. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, so, okay, so... Well, I mean, not even the market, because... But, but if the market... You just said that if the market is 18 mm -hmm. for for wide receivers, Julio deserves 25. Right. Because in your eyes, he's that much better. That much better. But on right. paper, he don't even compare to A.B. As a whole? Come on. Receptions and yards. Receptions yards and touchdowns. He don't compare to A.B. What A.B. get? So, I'm looking at Julio's stats right now. That's 113 receptions last year. 1,677 yards. 14.8 yards per um, per catch. Sick. And eight touchdowns. Sick. That is sick. That's, that's comparable to what A.B. bring. Except for touchdowns. What you mean? A lot, of, a lot of receptions. A lot of yards. The touchdowns, no. But eight's <laughs> not. But let's not speak with eight, though. Eight is nice. Eight is nice. But AB, I, mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. But AB had, what, at least 1,400 yards the last six, seven years? Julio says longevity. But my point is, if he's that much better, when you look at the whole as a, the whole, mm -hmm. AB is smaller. He, you can't see six three. Right, you can, he's. They might be. In fact, Julio's faster than AB. A, a, the whole measure moves. The right. measure moves he got AB by a long shot. Right. But production is not even close. Look but, at the yards. But then that's the chemistry. You, you get, well, production. We'll, chemistry we'll see. Has, we'll see when he got Derek Carr. Chemistry with, with Matt Ryan is totally different. No, <laughs> no I ain't saying Derek Carr bump. Derek Carr. You acting like Ben Roethlisberger the bee's knees. Ben Roethlisberger better than Matt Ryan. Child, Easily. Please. The, fact believe, the fact you believe Joe Flacco better than Matt Ryan. Easily. Man Roethlisberger is better than Matt Ryan. You got to remember the Easily. team as a whole. Like, Bell is better than Freeman. If you want to be, if you want to be, and he's not. Yeah. All right, that helps in his production to A.B. getting his touchdowns. The offensive line be is better instead offensive of the offensive line is better. Is, see, is. see, this is how you combat that, though. Because you're talking about two guys, Bell and the offensive and line. AB. And the offensive line. Yeah. In Atlanta, you had AB. I'm sorry, yeah, Julio, Roddy White, Freeman, whoever. Then you got Julio, Sanu. Calvin, um, Sanu, Gonzalez. You know what I mean? You had a lot of weapons you had to look at. But well, none of them was four touchdowns in Atlanta, though. Right. <laughs> I mean, what's the news going It's a lot, but he's still getting the same double team and triple team looks that AB got. Am I right or wrong? Totally different. How? You still got triple Julio. Whatever you play with. said, listen, AB is number two. Actually, not even number two, or 1B for me. And they're moving AB in a position to be successful. Not on that. But Pittsburgh's offense is pretty good. Julio's everywhere. Julio is. Stop lying. How many screens you see Julio take to the house? Not as much as How many drags you see? 
I seen Julio. They, they, need, they need Julio to stretch the field. He took a, he stretched it this he, way. Right. Way. He he stretched it. He stretched it. Put the ball in his AB, hands. They get right. the ball A B way quicker than they get the ball with Julio. All right, we, we, you know Sometimes yes. Though. We can off topic though. But we're understanding the top two in the league. If he's that much better, like, why didn't y'all factor in his age? I just said, look, yeah, give him twenty million dollars. He deserves it. He earned it. Not factoring going forward. At thirty million dollars, I mean, at thirty years old, he might start scoring now. You know what I mean? It's a no brainer with him. The trash you got to carry in like, Atlanta. Nah, I got to think about this. It's it's trash you got to carry in Atlanta. That's not the case for me. And that shouldn't be the case. That's that's my point. Things, yeah. I always look at what the market is. Like everybody remember Mark Sanchez got that big deal, and everybody was like, "Well, why the hell, Mark well, Sanchez?" Joe Flacco. He gets seventy million dollars. Like, well, that was the market. Like, who's Joe Flacco? But, I forgot who got paid right to put my Flacco. Or Joe Flacco. Yeah, fuck Joe Flacco. It was Tannehill. Tannehill got a fucking $100 million contract off an of 8 and 8 series. That's what it was. Back to back years. I think he deserved a $100 million contract. I get what you're saying. Andy Dalton deserved a $100 million contract. That's exactly what y'all saying. But, but don't be a homer. I'm not being no, a homer. I'm being no, realistic. No, no. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. What you're saying is exactly right. I'm saying don't slide over Joe Flacco like it was in egregious. Because when you think about it. It's the market. Right. So, like, you're picking and choosing when they agree with the market and when they don't agree with the market. Well, when do we say no? I'm sorry. If this is about Nick Boyle, then I don't want to hear. No. I'm about to say, because that's the only one What's I don't agree with. All I'm saying is, yes, I, get, feedback. I get what you're saying about Joe Flacco's contract. I'm not complaining about his contract. You can't say his contract and everybody else's contract who didn't get nowhere close to earning with to the eye test of earning anything. The issue of Joe Flacco's contract. It's always this. Yeah, it's always this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, move it, Al. Al, like, let it be. That's because that's because every since that nigga stopped doing Pepsi, that should have been that. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Let, let me move on. Let me move on. All right. Again, the last the last point of Joe Flacco's contract was because of his owner. We do understand that, right? His owner? Yes. We said if you win the Super Bowl, you can have whatever you want. Everybody at this table, if your boss said you can have whatever you want, you're gonna have you're gonna take the highest pay. Everybody at this table. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so if you going if you going back against your franchise quarterback, you well, gonna pay I, for it. <laughs> I'd have reneged if I was him. I'd have set it up like Andy Dalton. You just and then he'd have been out the door. Twenty, so you 20 guaranteed. You did the did the girl back? When the girl back right. right. That's why. Oh, yeah. You signed Joe Flacco. You gave him. <laughs> you right. missed a hundred million dollars. If you didn't give him that hundred million dollars, Arizona was sitting right there because they paid what? And God bless him. They paid Car- Carson Palmer what eighty? God to do him. absolutely nothing. God bless him. Because to be honest, <laughs> just be totally fair. Before and after that four game stretch to win the Super Bowl, what the hell did Joe Flacco do? He was in the playoffs. Nothing. Wait a minute. He was in the playoffs every day. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm just being honest. Before injuries, before injuries, Flacco was in the playoff every single year. But what did? It's not because of him though. You can say that for anybody. No, 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 no. Not for the, not for the, not for the players that at that time. Not for the players that got that type of money. You can't say that for Aaron Rodgers. You can't say that for. You can't say that for Brady. You can't say that. For Drew Brees. You're talking about a league quarterback, though. That's fine. But I'm saying at that time, you paid him to be amongst them. Right. Like, the play before that, the play after that, was nowhere near that. 
Does he pay? But <laughs> I'm still not saying that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I might be the only one to hate with the Joe Flacco Jersey. I hate Joe Flacco. But if I am being honest, Joe Flacco's narrative is two drop passes away from being different than what it really is. Thank you. He threw two perfect balls, and two of those passes were dropped. Otherwise, he would be Joe Flacco um, took the team to two Super Bowls, arguably three, um, but definitely um, what we already did what two AFC championship games with Joe Flacco. Three, what you dropped passes? You mean Mark Clayton and Lee Evans? Yes. Okay. Mm. Or you can go to Bolden. And Pittsburgh. Or TJ. He did. He did his job. He's not perfect. I don't like him, but his narrative changes um, if two people caught two passes. You can win with him. Like, that's you the thing. You can him. win with him. It's a lot of changes. He's not going to be uh, Blake Bortles where you, he's stopping your team from winning. Mm-hmm. That's not him. That's never his narrative. And he stops your team from like winning. He'll never, be, he'll, never, like, he'll never be in the, the Peyton conversations no. and all this and that, but he'll be amongst the Curry Collins. No, no, I think that's uh, a that's, that's, that's whoa, too much of a drop off. No. He'll be the Eli guy. He'll be like Eli, yeah. I think. I, I, I Eli agree is with comparable, that. yeah. I agree with that. I think Eli's comparable. Eli's definitely comparable than, than to right, Joe Flacco. So, um, I mean, Eli was definitely not the reason that they won. That damn off that defensive line was the reason. We got way left saying he ain't gonna be Blake Bortles. Why is he mentioned with Blake Bortles? Wait, that was petty. Because I was Kurt Collins. You said Kurt Collins. Like Kurt Collins was a good comparison. No, I was just saying he's not gonna be the reason you gave him this money, and then he's gonna be the reason that you don't win. That's never gonna be Joe Flacco. All right, the Steelers are still a major threat in the AFC. Yes. I'm sorry, you said AFC or AFC? AFC. The actual AFC is still a major threat. Yes. Yes, I'll say yes. Yes, yes. Major threat, no. Major threat, no. They ain't been a major threat the last couple of years. So I'm going to say no. Until you get to the AFC championship game and get to a Super Bowl and be in contention to win a Super Bowl, then you ain't a threat. Mm. Like Kansas City ain't a threat. Mm. To me, they ain't. Weren't they just in an AFC Championship game? Yeah, but they ain't winning. So, ain't ain't so, 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 they not a threat? Wait, wait, wait. So, in your mind, the AFC... Because they got is, worse. The AFC is wide open, in your mind. Correct. Okay. Okay. Because like, each year has been a different so opponent to... So well, the last three has been a different opponent to Patriots. Right. I'm going to say... I think the only... Yeah, it was Pittsburgh, Jaguars, Kansas City. Who's Jacksonville's... Who's Jacksonville's quarterback right now? Oh, Nick Foles. Foles. Okay. Mm, that's a good Joe Flacco comparison. No. If wasn't for I thought we were. I thought we were. I'm just playing. I thought we were. I'm just playing. I'm trying to make sure you Yeah. What's happening here? Look at this guy. You ain't gonna never hear me say nothing negative about Joe Flacco. Joe's the man. remember the quarterbacks that we had before. Joe, Joe goddamn right. And we remember the one we got now. Joe's the man. Oh, I-95. He was the man. He was going higher than his QBR. <laughs> the Steelers got a quarterback that's been threatening to retire for like the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. You still got to convince me that Juju can be number one without AB next to him. Um, they got a running back that, with his style of running, probably can't make it through a full season ever. Like without getting hurt, at least for a few games. They got deficiencies on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the division got better. Cool. Okay. All right. Here's my thing with that. The Steelers have an early draft pick, and then they also have draft picks that they just got from Oakland. When have you ever, besides Lama Swede and Rashad Mendenhall, in Pittsburgh's history, they have skill players. They find them. I don't know where. I don't know how. They just find them. They'll find them early, though. They find them. It don't matter if they find them early. Right. Like Julio, not Julio. Juju was what second round, third round. Yeah, second round. He found the earliest one. Stop bringing up Juju. AB was what fifth. He's like fifth round. <laughs> we should. We should. Right. Sanders third round. We'll, Emmanuel we'll Sanders. Forward. We we will never. We should never mention. Tyus Bowser, Tim Williams, and then Juju all in the same show. <laughs> it just it just takes me back. Mm-hmm. Stop. Troy Edwards early though. Who's the first? Damn. Yeah, that name. Yeah, that name. Wow. I mean, just, they just they have players. They they you know they Sandy Coates. plug and play. Sandy Coates was a second round draft pick. They just plug and play players all I the mean, time. You, if you have a top coach, you got a top quarterback. Damn it, you got a chance to win. I mean, look, we, I mean, we, we scouted that offense. We got James Washington. We've seen he was a, a steal where he got where you got him at. Um, you got Juju. Then you're going to have Eli Rogers in the yes, slot. Yeah. I mean, come on, that offense, it may take a step back, but they still going to put up numbers. They're going to put up yards. They're running game with their offensive line, with the chemistry they got with Ben. No. They're going to be a problem anyway. Right. That offensive line and Ben can go ahead and threaten to retire. You know that Ben ain't threatening to retire since they put uh, Mason on the rock. They don't skate as much, though. <laughs> Since they put Mason on the roster, Ben ain't say shit about retirement. I mean, not on paper, but you still got to factor in that it's and still I'm, difficult to get to Ben and get him down. So right. When he gets out the pocket, it ain't going to be difficult to get to Baker Mayfield and get Baker Mayfield down. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between that, those offenses. You may got the skill players, the receivers, but then are you going to be able to stay in that pocket and throw that rock all the time? Yo, no. Who the f- is Freddie Kitchens? Like, I'm not afraid of Freddie Kitchens at all. Their head coach, exactly. Like, I'm not afraid of Freddie Kitchens. So, Cleveland's going to Cleveland this shit up until he proves me otherwise. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not afraid of Cleveland because I've seen Pittsburgh offenses look a lot worse, look look a lot more terrifying than this. You've seen the dream team? I've seen A.B. coming here with Bell, uh, with the third wide receiver, like a Saints and stuff like that, look, look a lot more menacing than this. Mm. And we didn't have the secondary that we had to match up with this. I feel mm. confident with... With Juju going one on one against Jimmy. either Jimmy or or Marlon, so who's so what wide receiver they got that's going to be better than the other cornerback? Pick one. And then I, got I, like, I think I got secondary. So my, my, my cornerbacks that are already good to begin with are now that much better because I got a real damn safety act back there. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for you too. I think our secondary is the like, best part of the team. Huh? Period. Yeah, that's, that's easily. That's clear. <laughs> that's clear. And there's a triple down effect. There's a clip. There's a triple down effect um, by having that guy back there. He makes <laughs> what? Speak your mind, sir. My, my my What I'm saying is this: Why are you holding out hope for the Ravens for the next five years? It's not going to happen. The Ravens are not going to be competitive for the next five years. It's not going to happen. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Like you guys are holding out hope for Lamar. It's not happening. 
You still want that Joe Flacco? Your offensive line. You missed your if Bradley Bozeman is not starting, you guys got Skura in there, guess what? You're going to lose. Why are you saying Gall so much? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, he's, he's just being consistent. I'm just and saying. I'm, I'm fine with it. Long as he's being consistent. I'm just saying. It's not going to happen, bro. He's still doing his right. not. Right. If you got Tyus Bowser rushing a passer, guess what? It's not happening. <laughs> if you got uh, Brandon Williams rushing a passer, it's not going to happen. Brandon Williams ain't rushing no damn passer. <laughs> if they call the same type of offense they called last year, guess what? People will adjust, and it's not going to happen. All right. Well, they better not call the same Last one. Last one. Before we move, we'll move to the next topic. All right. Golden State Warriors need home court advantage to get out of the Western Conference. Right now, they're tied for first. Like, they're like a game up. Them and Denver going back and forth. Stop it. Stop it. Stop, it. stop, stop, stop. They playing games right now. Right. <laughs> hey, y'all going to have to show me something. I'm going <laughs> to let my checks on Golden State. <laughs> y'all going to have to show. I'm, I'm hoping that Denver, I'm hoping that Golden State get a favorable odd in Vegas so I can place a bet. <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, ain't nothing nobody can say. But, dude, they could trade LeBron right now to Houston. Ain't nothing they can do to tell me otherwise than Golden State coming out the West. And that's just what it is. I'm going to find a bet. You didn't say win at all. You said come out the West. That was the question. Oh, right. Come out the West. Man, what, they, who, who the East going to beat them? Right. Boston? <laughs> Milwaukee. Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Toronto? Philly? Bro. Say with the straight face. When I was in the last <laughs> season the other night, and then who was they playing the other night? Milwaukee beat them. OKC. Milwaukee swept them this year. Bro, Two they, they shot OKC out the gym. <laughs> out the gym. I'm just sitting here like, I was mad for OKC. I'm like, enough's enough. <laughs> I was like Lamar Peterson, uh, uh, his corner last Whoa. night. Just throw the damn towel in there. Enough's enough. That was a shot. I apologize, Lamar. <laughs> Thank you for Lamar. all you've done to boxing. But when he threw that towel in, you like good. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> Lamar, I was like, don't get up again. Please, Lamar, don't get up Sheesh. again. Mm. Wow. Yeah, good, good for real, Lamar. Oh, yeah, shout out to Trump. Had his uh, TV, TV debut last night. And solid performance. Nigga, that was 45. Yeah. You know. I think I worked yeah, with him before. Nigga, like he said, oranges and shit. Nigga, this nigga fucked. Parade is. Nigga, what's up? 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 WWE slash WWF moment. I'm gonna let y'all go. I got I got 30 plus years into this. I gotta think about it. Well, I'll go first. Me being a fan of hardcore wrestling and old school wrestling, I have to say my most memorable moment was I posted the other day was the Hell in a Cell match between The Undertaker and Mankind. When they threw Mankind off the, the cell and then threw him through the cell when they kept on wrestling. Uh, just the whole, like, it 
if you were a kid, it made you like, oh, well, maybe it's not real. Well, I mean, you know, well, I mean, maybe it's real. Maybe it's not fake. And, and like, it kind of really changed the hell in so much for me. Like, it made me think about mankind in a different way. I was like, yo, brother, get up and still yeah. have, you know, I did, and especially in that interview, it still had a wherewithal to try to be like a showman while that's going on is crazy to me. Like, even the Undertaker said it was just like, his thought process doing that whole thing. When you get thrown off of a cage like that and pretty much separate your shoulder and all that, that's crazy to me. And then just to hear the story, the backstory, that, that part of him throwing him off cage was not planned. Right. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Right. The, the it's crazy. It's crazy. And the thing, the only thing they had planned was to start on top of the cage. Right. Because they were worried about being showed up by the Shawn Michaels and Undertaker match that happened previous. That was pretty yeah, that was pretty good too, and um, so I just like I said, just a thought process, like coming in as for preparation. Like, look, this is what we got to do, whatever the case may be, and then the, the they had to do all that on top of a cage that wasn't sturdy at all. Like this cage was giving way, like right, yeah, they had zip ties on it. Zip ties on it. Mm. How you going from the zip ties and fat niggas on top? They wasn't supposed to be up there. People out the business like, yeah, I was up there. It's security. Yeah. <laughs> you got one? There's too many of them. But I'm going to say anything with The Rock because that's my favorite wrestler. <clears throat> and Taker. Taker promos around WrestleMania times is also epic. Remember when SmackDown was a ride? Ran down and he slid in them church shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he ran to the ring and slid into the people's elbow. That was crazy. <laughs> John, you got one? Uh, I would say anything DX at one point. That run. Any late uh, tables, ladders, chairs match. Mm. And uh, the funny uh, Stone Cold with the beer truck. Yes. Yeah. That's just mm-hmm. as epic. <laughs> Stone, Cold that epic. <laughs> Stone Cold with that Stone Cold with that full runner going around the ring, and as he was what Raw General Manager for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Stone Cold and Booker T's feud. Yeah, the grocery store. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, that's my moment right there. No, I take that. I take that back. <laughs> Clean up, wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what's, what's the fat what's the fat black motherfucker? Oh, Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Without one million. Oh, that's that up. Ah! Bang bangs. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> that baby, yo. Right. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's that's mine. That was my all time. I lost oh, it. Yo, do y'all remember May Young like flashing on pay per view? Yes. yes. Like yo, that was yes. Yo. That like ruined titties for me for a little bit. <laughs> no, no. like, it's, it's ironic, y'all said me young. Because, like, to be honest, ask your question correctly, I would need like a top 10. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give you two, like, new school and old school. New school, when the Dudley Boys put me young to oh, the table, yeah. oh my God. Took me With the stir. Out. Yeah. yeah, took me all the way out. And then the other one, as a kid, this was, this was pushing the envelope. SummerSlam 88. It's the Mega Powers versus DiBiase and Andre the Giant. And Elizabeth gets on the ropes to distract him. Mm-hmm. She takes off her skirt. 
Mm. And Andre John and them just stuck. <laughs> like, they, uh, this 88. Uh, Why no cheeks? You just like right. a bikini bottom. But they pushed the envelope in 88 where everybody was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. As a kid, it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> <Unless I'm there. laughs> But that was like, that was their first push the envelope moment mm-hmm. in 88. I thought that was pretty cool. Anything AJ Lee? Mm-hmm. Anything? <laughs> Trish Stratus. I give you Trish. Anything? Booker T. Naomi. Booker, what Booker T called JoJo. <laughs> 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 Booker T called Hulk Hogan. Shut up! Hulk Hogan, I'm coming from you, nigga. <laughs> of all things, was like, like outside of things that are funny, like. Um, probably two of my, my best angles. One, my favorite angles was um, the whole entire Randy Savage Elizabeth thing. Um, that was just jealous. A, yeah, that was just a really good angle right there and how that all culminated with him losing, actually losing the match mm-hmm. and then her coming in and beating up Sherry. That, that was kind of dope as hell. Mm-hmm. And then, um, to me, just the, 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 the sell of all sell was Mark Heron retirement speech. I, oh I can't, my I, God. I still watch that from time to time. And I'm like, Excellent. There was nothing that was perfect. <laughs> I can't think of anybody else. Like anybody who was like, yo, I thought he was done. That was, he was done. Was mm-hmm. Tears out and everything. I'm, like, I'm hoping people on the back is watching this. Like, yo, and then I still got enough. I still got they must. They botched it after that though. Yeah. They mm-hmm. botched it after that. But that was the best. No, he won. In my life. He won. He won. But they didn't do what they could have did with that yeah. with that rivalry between him and Cena. Mm-hmm. But. All right, let's get to this I Am series. Will any of you guys need more? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so, the first I Am series of the 2019 NFL Draft, we're doing the wide receivers, which is one of the key positions that our beloved Baltimore Ravens need to address. Supposedly. Uh, supposedly, they need to address it. What's supposedly? That's what I want to we in the I'm We in the dressing room right now. <laughs> so, um, let's see. That should be the list. Who won the I Am series last? I wrong. Did we didn't even discuss that. Mm-hmm. What? Who won the I Am series last year? No. Not last year. Who we believes they won the I Am series? Well, we. Yeah, I did before y'all made me came up with what? I was just saying. I remember, all I remember, remember winning was Alvin Kamara. I know I won that one. That I told y'all Alvin Kamara was the best back. So, wait, 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 wait. That was two wait, years wait. ago. Right. Yeah. And I won the wide receiver. Was that last year? I won the wide receiver. I yeah, won the wide receiver last year. Who would I have? I had Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Nobody had Calvin. Huh? We couldn't pick Calvin. Oh, yeah, that was a given. You're right. right. Calvin was a given. You had, uh, and, um, you had the white boy. Who got one in that draft? I want that one for sure. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Who got one in that? Child, wait a minute. please. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Two years ago? I had Mike Thomas that, that year. They ain't come out the same they year? They weren't the same year. Well, what do you think about this year? Right. <laughs> Juju and them I'm came out. Juju came out the same year as uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, I, I had Juju. I had Cooper Cup. <laughs> Who better? Cooper yeah. Cup. Who the fuck do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had Mike Thomas. The Rams don't need a Cooper Cup against the Patriots. I said Mike Will. So. Mike, yeah, yeah, Mike yeah, Williams. Yeah, you had Mike Williams. Damn, John, I'm trying to remember who you had. Okay. And last year, we couldn't pick Calvin. So who, who was who last you year? Said Calvin or Cortland. I heard. You couldn't, yeah, no Calvin, no Cortland. Captain Kirk. Yeah, I remember that. 
I can't even remember. I had Josh Reynolds. Not that, that shit. That was like three years ago. Oh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 John, you're going to have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. Why don't y'all go ahead and kick it off? Not the guest. You ain't the guest, but let you go ahead and kick it off, bro. All right. <clears throat> it's probably best that I do kick it off, actually, because I think I'm going to try to kick it off without actually stomping on anybody's toes. So I might. Um... <laughs> so I have A.J. Brown, old Miss Wide Receiver. <clears throat> A.J. Brown, when I started scouting wide receivers, I felt he was the best wide receiver in the draft. I kind of went away from that for a little while, but I'm back. Um, He's, to me, the most complete wide receiver in the draft. I think a lot of other wide receivers may have more upside and maybe in two or three years could actually become better um, or just be be put into a better situation, better quarterback, better talent around them and actually have better stats. But A.J. is... Um, he runs great routes. He has solid hands. He runs the full route tree where a lot of wide receivers in the draft kind of run certain halves of the route tree or maybe specialize in certain routes but can't really do much anything else. Um, he played predominantly in the slot, um, but that's more just because of the um, the talent around him. He ran better routes than, than, than uh, Metcalf and um, – the other guy in W O Hodge or Dodge, Dodge. yeah, Dodge, yeah. Dodge. No, yeah, but they were they were they were basically outside guys and couldn't do anything on the inside. Right. So you kind of have to force AJ into the inside. But there he he did he did very well. Um, high catch guy. Um, I project him if he wasn't in NFL, he reminds me a lot of like an AB kind of type of guy. But I don't want to step on that ledge and just say he's AB. But I can see him being a guy that can get you. That can move around and get you those, you know, those high, those high, those high catches, the high catch value. He has enough speed to get separation, you know, to be a deep threat when you have to respect the um, the nine route. Um, <clears throat> but I still think he's more quick than fast. Um, he has a he has a baseball background. He was drafted, and he uses that um that baseball draft um I'm sorry background to kind of track the ball really well. Um, I think out of all the wide receivers in the draft, he probably tracks the ball down the best, but it's basically because of that baseball background, in my opinion. Um, If I were to draft him, I would draft him. I wouldn't take him first round. I would take him early, somewhere early second, early to mid-second. But again, to me, this draft is just more about finding the best wide receiver to fit your particular team um, as opposed to just drafting the consensus best wide receiver in the draft. So your guy isn't really the, the consensus? Mm, no, it's, I have him as the best wide receiver in the draft. Okay, and does, is he? Is I don't he, think is he best fit for your team. I don't necessarily think he. Well, he fit on your team. I'll he would that. fit on my team. He would this fit on my team. <clears throat> no, this is two years ago. Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Don't he would fit on my team, but yeah, yeah, it depends on my plans of using him. 
I don't think he's the best slot receiver. I don't think he's the best outside receiver. I think he's the best of the two combinations of both. Yeah, see, man. Yeah, Leo. Oh, Leo. Oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah boy. You got T1. That's what I said. Me and Leo. Yeah. McCaffrey. It was even me and him. It was even me and him. Yeah. It damn sure wasn't Leo. Right. I think Leo high. I won before Leo. I won with Joe Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> and he must have been. Right. So, but yeah, you're not the best slot receiver. To me, not the best AFC outside receiver. But if you were ranking the best slot receiver and the best outside receivers, and you put those numbers oh, together, yeah. he would have the, 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 okay. the best number. All right. Okay. Oh, I am I rebuttal that. or am I? Oh, that's a good question. Are we rebuttaling after everyone? Or are we waiting? It's up to y'all. We can rebuttal. Okay. All right. So here's here's my my rebuke, if you will. AJ Brown out of the five out of the five receivers that we're discussing today, fits best on the Ravens. He's an outside slot guy that they don't have. He's a physical guy that they don't have. I think AJ Brown is their best fit. Is he the best receiver in the draft? Nah. What? Mm-mm. I can't go there. I like AJ Brown, but when it comes time for him to show up, he don't. He play against LSU, played that third best corner. You do that against Pittsburgh, I'm gonna hit you in your mouth. That's. They got a garbage quarterback. Um, this nigga got Lamar. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> he ain't got nobody. Yeah. AJ Brown had nine catches for 72 yards that game. 72 yards. I can walk that. DK Metcalf <laughs> had three for 37. He's better. Allegedly. DK Metcalf is not better. DK Metcalf is the workout water warrior. I'm glad nobody picked DK Metcalf because I would definitely. They both workout warriors. Rebooted the hell out of that. DK Brown beat And also, like, when you get AJ Brown the ball, he becomes a running back. He's, yes. not, he's not that easy to take down. So right. He will be a yak guy. Also. And we stay trying to throw that ugly ass screen and don't ever get any yards. We're like the only team in the league that don't get yards on screen. Hmm. This quarterback looks terrible. All right, so AJ Brown, he ran a four five in the forty. Oh, I'm sorry. Two four four nine. He's quick. I don't know if he's fast. He's quick. Yeah, it's a lot quicker than fast. Mm-hmm. Correct. Let's talk about AJ Brown for a second. AJ Brown is not stretching the field, like he like like um, he just said he's quick. He's not fast. Four point five, and you talking about the yards after catch. He, he for him to be a workout warrior, he he had nineteen reps at the at the workout at the combine. Come on, come on, bro, step your game up. Let's talk about this. When he played Alabama, he had four catches, thirty four yards. This is what it is. I, I didn't make it up. That's just what it is. Um. His touchdown total of six. I don't touchdowns are major, but some get more than, than others. Thirteen hundred yards, that's that's admirable. Eighty five catches, that's admirable as well. Six in, in in catches. I mean six in yards in in the country, so I'm not mad at that at all. AJ Brown's problem is he got that diva mentality, but sometimes he doesn't back it up. So the question is, who are we gonna get really at the next level? Um, I, I told I put strikes me as a diva wide out, not over good hands and average routes, plays with attitude. You said he runs he runs the full route tree, which is true. A lot of people run a full route tree, but he well. He doesn't. Um, so I think he excels on slants, he excels on screens, 
He excels on things high percentage intermediate uh, plays. And, and after the catch. Yeah, so A.J. Brown's good, but he's not the best. We need a rebuttal from John. We need a rebuttal from you. I mean, I, you know, I, mean, I got no rebuttal. I can't give no rebuttal to uh, a receiver who didn't have any quarterback. Mm. So it's like a lot of stuff that you would like to see out of his play. You ain't going to see it because the quarterback was trash. And, and then to be fair, I'm I had the same thoughts about AJ Brown's route running initially, even actually all of them. But then I found out that at Ole Miss, the focus wasn't necessarily on running clean routes; it was getting to open spaces as quickly as possible. So that kind of like deterred my thought process looking at it then from then on. But looking at him at the combine and running speed outs and running the routes there looked pretty precise. Now, that quarterback was a run-first kind of guy anyway. And he was terrible. Um, he was more. Tiamo? Yeah, Tiamo. Tiamo. That's it's him. Tom Hat. Well, <laughs> yeah. But he was a run-first kind of guy. Um, <laughs> but you also got to remember that he is playing the slot, which isn't necessarily where he probably will be in the NFL. He's only a move guy. But he's an outside guy, though. But, like I said, for the best fit for the Ravens, I would like him at the slot. I would, I would too, but I'd want to move him around. But that would be his primary position. I, I'm with you on that. If he, but if if he was our our, our selection, cool. No way, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna introduce you guys to the best wide receiver in this draft so far. I've scouted. So far, so far, I've scouted. Now definitely the best. Guy, definitely the best out of the five that's listed here here Ooh. today, without a doubt. What school? My name is Nikhil Hurry. He's at what school? <laughs> And I'm from Arizona State. My name is six. I mean, I'm six four, two hundred and thirteen pounds. I had seventy three receptions for one thousand eighty eight yards, nine touchdowns, for fifteen yards average. I run a four five three at six four. I put up twenty seven reps at the combine. My vertical was thirty eight five, and my broad jump was one of the highest at the combine. It was 12'2", 122 inches. Now, that's over 10 feet, but that's for those who don't know what that is. What that is. That's phenomenal. Let me just say this to you. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. So we were rebutting already? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how I know that I'm the best wide out. This is how I know. Catch a slack, get walked down by Montez. The broad jump. Hey, got a heart problem. The broad jump is it shows your explosiveness. I'm explosive. Yes, sir. I'm a big, versatile wide out with game changing attributes. I can play inside and outside. Coaches want to get the ball in my hands. I have great hands, and I go get the ball. So I win, I win 50-50 balls, and I can I can get a, a screen and take it to the house as well. I'm fast, and I start stop on a dime. If you look at my routes, I have the best routes here. Bullshit. Here. Bullshit. I have the best routes here. Shout look at me at the top of every route. Shout out, please. Look at me at the top of every route. Even with his ACL, he still got a better fucking... Uh, That's dead. 
That's it. I don't even remember who he is. Who is he? Who is he today? Who is he today? Ladies and gentlemen, if you watch me at the combine, if you watch my film, then you're going to know that I'm the best wide receiver here. I'm going to prove it to you. Just like I've said many times and time again, when we do this I Am series, when I pick the guy, you need to trust in that guy. When you go to make a fantasy, depending on where you go, as long as he don't go somewhere like uh, Miami or Baltimore, Baltimore, you can pick him up for fantasy. I would love for him to be in Baltimore. I really would. But it ain't going to matter anyway if he ain't running a two-yard drag. And that's going to be an underhand flip anyway. I'm about to say, then you say you're going to run every run? That's two-yard flip. But I'm open for rebuttal. I got a rebuttal against him. I got a rebuttal against him. Kill Harry. Wow. Ooh, seems like a little hate. No, First of all, this boy, hurt. I'm sorry. He is six foot, six four, two twenty something, and get off a of press like Tory Smith. That is very accurate. Arizona manned him up one on one. Arizona, they was three and like nine, man one on one, and he couldn't get off a of press. He got an ugly release. It's terrible. So you can say it's wrong, but the way you start him up, mm-mm. You just beat up A.J. Brown running a 449. And then bring about this whore. A.J. Brown's six foot and weigh le- and weigh 20 pounds less than him. A.J. Brown weighs 20 pounds more than him. 20 and pounds less. less. What you mean? You high. A.J. Brown's 230. No, he's That's because y'all ain't never been tall and running. That's y'all problem. Y'all, don't, y'all, don't, y'all can't really appreciate what it means to be six four and still run a four five. Y'all can't appreciate it. That long stride, you shake it there. Right. <laughs> Twenty seven reps. Talk about that. He's strong as a whole. I can say that. And and kill Harry doesn't get separation unless it's vertical. What? You don't get separation unless it's vertical. What what tape you watching though? Arizona. USC. First of all, Arizona was the first game of the year. And in no, USC, he had four catches for 95 yards with an average of 23. How is that not separation? He had a catch of the year against USC, too. That's a catch of the year. Yeah, Jamal Scott had a catch of the year. He averaged 23 catches, 23 yards per catch. Twenty-three. Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. When you say catch of the year, I'm going to Jill. I was like, well, I'm going to Jill. Who got the catch of the year? <laughs> right. I was like, I'm going to Jill. Jill got the catch of the decade. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> But also, you compare a Pac-12 against but. SEC. My God did more in the SEC. Oh. Against that, oh, against that we weak-ass Pac-12. Pac-12 don't play no defense. There we go. It's all passion. Now, the tape that I watched, I don't see how you feel like you have the best route tree out of anybody in this office because at the end of the day, only thing you do is a two-step slant and a goal, and that's all you do. Amen. Now, when you get separation, that's it. You don't have a route tree. I don't even know why you even thought I you said had a route I'm the best at the top of my routes. That's what I said. No, you said you got the best route. I said I'm yeah, the best said, at the top. Yeah, he said, no, no, no. No, he clarified it. Because first he said, I got the best routes at the table. I said, I'm the best at the top of my routes. That's it. And what is the top of your route? When I'm coming out of the break, no, I coming out of break, coming out of any break, I'm the best at it. You're the worst at the start of them, though. Out of us five, 
There is one guy better than me in that, and he's not in this I Am series, so I will not name him. But it's the worst at the start of him. Oh, wow. His, his release is terrible to me. See, y'all making this difficult. I'm not, I'm not rebutting. Just to, give, just to put that disclaimer out there, because I've been saying to kill Harry for two years, and I've been the A.J. Brown fan for three months. <laughs> so I'm not rebutting. I'm sorry, right I'm, I'm I like all five, but if we got a nitpick, which we have to do in the I Am series, uh-huh. that's what it is. And who's your guy? Debo, the bully. Debo, the bully. Wasn't it Alvin? Sam? Ty, Ty, Taiwan, mm-hmm. Ty, Ty West, or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> it's um, Ty something. Ty something. Debo, the bully of the block, physical in the SEC, fast, well, relatively fast. Um, look, plays up to competition. Um, look at this tape against Clemson this year. They arguably had one of the best defense, best pass rushers, and he still showed out. Um, took screen, well, not screen, like a five-yard pass to the house and pulled away. I don't think anyone at this table beside Paris can pull away as fast as Debo. Um, played the most physical corner in, in this draft and DeAndre Baker and showed y'all why I was the bully. You open for rebuttal? You open for rebuttal? Please tell me you open for Please. rebuttal. All right, so I'm glad you said the last part. I know DeAndre Baker is your guy. Mm-hmm. You've been screaming DeAndre Baker for two years now. Um, I seen that a little differently in, in Georgia, South Carolina game. Might have won. Um, quarterback trash, too. Y'all gave AJ oh, Brown a quarterback. Hold on, oh, y'all gave AJ Brown a quarterback. That's the quarterback now. Now, now, your quarterback is better than. It's better than. Like yeah. But, but let's be, don't even know let's my be said. <laughs> now, now, Debo, I like Debo a lot. Debo, going into that game against Baker, when he asked him about Baker, he said, nah, I don't know who that is. But. I'm the bully. I don't know. I ain't seen no bully. Should we go to the table? <laughs> no, you're not do that. I, I'm a Baker fan, yo. Uh, <laughs> I need mean, to bully against Baker. I see I'm one pass in the first call. That was bogus. Well, that was a little, little suspect. What I seen, what I seen from in that matchup in particular, DeAndre Baker played on man on man, and Baker ain't the fastest guy. He think he ran like a four five or, at, the, at the at the combine. Mm-hmm. He ain't the fastest guy, and he was he blanketed him. Like whenever the ball was thrown at Ebo, Baker was right either to break it up or to separate him from the ball. So let me see. Other than that. That Clemson game, that Clemson game, people was the truth. One of the, what we ain't fit to do. The truth is have JJ Arcega Whiteside sit here talking about phantom uh, pass interference calls. That's what the <laughs> hell we ain't fit to sit here and do. Because I'm telling you right now, ask Washington State about them phantom uh, pass interference calls he got in that game. Ooh. Talk about Pac-10. Anytime you need uh, phantom pass interference to be successful, uh-uh, to be successful. Do it. to be successful. But we ain't on him yet. We still on Debo. Let's talk about Debo for a minute. 
<laughs> he a bully. I ain't never met a bully with 15, um, 15 reps at the combine. 15 reps at 225. Would you bully him? Preschooler? That's that. First of all, you talk about what he did against this guy. We get, what did he do against Mississippi? Three catches for 17 yards in the game. Got hurt. What did he do against Tennessee? Three Got catches hurt. for eight yards. That's called blanked. That's what happened. He got blanked. I need you to show up. If you're the best wide receiver in this draft, I need you to show up every week. Every week. Debo ain't do that. Now, I like Debo. I don't want to have to get on here and bash Debo. <laughs> I like Debo. He's just not the best wide receiver here. You kill her. She doesn't like team. You got to treat it. You got to treat the high series like that. Since he took the shot. So, let me just, as, a, as a, a recent champion of the IM series, oh, let, it, let it be known that I might not have picked the, the most notable name when I won the IM series. He might not have even been the best when it comes to the combine numbers and this and that. But when he got to the field, there was nobody better. What is that? It was Cooper Cup. Uh, it was nobody better when I picked it. I'm just just keeping it a thousand. My fault. We still got a trade. We still, my fault. We still mad about <laughs> my fault. I mean, we don't remember last year, so I had to bring it up. Nobody remember what happened last year. Can I say some one more thing to Nikhil, Nikhil Harry? Sure. Whoa. Um, I'll be back on me. Because <laughs> we, you try to talk about the, the, the combine numbers. Do you see the combine hands Ooh. of... Debo compared to the combine chest Ooh. of Nikhil Harry. Ooh. First of all, Ooh. those quarterbacks at the combine threw it to his chest. Ooh. So, I mean, sometimes it happens. He threw it to his chest? <laughs> you 6'3". <six, laughs> he throw it to his chest. He doesn't catch it with your hands. AJ. AJ, no. We ain't finishing here, do we? All right. So, wide receiver over here. So, Pete, right? J.J. Arcega, white side. He sure do something to say. Arcega. He's not the most notable name of the five guys. I don't think he was highly recruited out of high school. And he's Spanish. He's from two Spanish basketball players, professionally. His mom, I think, still holds the record of most points in Appalachian for the Southern Conference, whatever. His pops was was the man over in Spain for a few years. Okay. Yeah, and he chose 6'4", well, probably, I say 6'3", 220, chose the football route. The thing about Arcega Whiteside compared to everybody at this table, and I'm a fan of everybody at this table, no one gets in and out of their breaks better. No one gets off the line of scrimmage better. Press coverage, it don't work. You're going to miss. Hands. Osinga Whiteside has probably the best hands at this table. When I say hands, meaning literally catching the ball with his hands and away from the defenders. Body control in the air, he got it. Um, By far, the best red zone target here. Arguably. Seems to be a red zone target. Arguably the best red zone target. Well, it's not in the debate. He's the best red zone target in the draft. 
is pretty much 90%. When you got the one on coverage, you throw it to Arcega right side side, and he's going to come down with the ball. He gets open in space. He gets open man-to-man coverage. Um, can you name his quarterback? I didn't think so. I don't know. I didn't think so. Can you name his running back? Love Bryce Daniel. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, it's easy to play one on one when you got to stack the box. Can you, uh, can, can you name the other receiver, the 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 phenom and the better Saint Brown? Oh wow, that's another shot. The better Saint Brown, the younger Saint and better Saint Brown. One of those years. I'm just saying, he had him over there too. Not to mention Stanford loves their tight ends, and all you do consistently when you watch all single wide side tape is to get open. At the top of the routes, <laughs> at the line of scrimmage, he, he just he's just a magnet for getting open and catching the ball. And any team that get all single white side is going to be ecstatic to have him. And then whoever don't believe he can play, I'm going to be upset <clears throat> when he's balling. I see why you like all single white side. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you like Arcega Whiteside because the same reason you like Keenan Allen. They possession receivers. Arcega Whiteside is pretty much Miles Austin. It's who he pretty much is. He can't stretch the field. He's pretty good on. He's pretty good on third downs, finding different places in. Um, how many what? How many nine rushes? Come on, you talking about stretching the field? You said he's pretty good. I said he can't really stretch said, the field. You said, yeah. no, you said he can't. He can't because I see more deep balls his way. Then they kill Harry. A 50-50 ball and stretching the field is different. I seen both. More I, than I ain't seen no, no, no stretch the field. field and catching the slant behind the line of scrimmage. I'm sorry, catching the screen behind the line of scrimmage. No. And then running all the way on the other side to get a touchdown. That's six four. That's six four. But I see another I seen this guy six four. Beat a man at the line of scrimmage and yeah. get over the top. And catch it like this. Oh, excuse me. Touchdown. Win. Oregon. Arizona. Please put Washington State on. <laughs> if you put Washington State on, folks, please. He got six pass interference penalties. Phantom. With the exception of one, five of them was Phantom. <laughs> and this is not even. I'm telling you, he has no separation in his routes. He the best at the, he the, best at the top of his routes. What? Tell it to the defenders. <laughs> they in his hip. They are in phase. His routes are lazy. If you look at that, if you look at that tape, his routes are lazy. His best game to me was when he played UCLA. And I mean that was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Any more rebuttals? I don't have a rebuttal against him. I actually like um JJ. Um He'd be a perfect wide receiver if he had some speed, but I don't know what his 40 going to be. I just know it ain't going to be ain't going to be anything to kill my argument about him not having speed. Right. So, because he didn't run it yet. <laughs> but he'd do all the small stuff. Like, like, I, like I, I love Bernard Hopkins. I love, like, you know, James Tony, Just guys like that that just do technical small things to win fights. And, like, I look at, I look at um, J.J. and J.J., he, he uses basketball background very well. It's like he's playing basketball out there, posting people up to get position. He got really good body control. He got good hands. I don't know if I'm if I'm a cornerback, if I'm going to respect his deep route enough 
to, to not just sit on anything that's short. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to always be attached to his hip because I don't respect his nine or anything deep, really. But he do all that small stuff. Um, like he, he times his, he times his jump perfectly and he just do a lot of small things really well. And when I, when, when I look at a guy that might be a good fit for Lamar, I'm thinking, okay, well, let me find a wide receiver that can catch a dirty ball. Pause. And, <laughs> and, and, and a guy, and a guy like the guy like um, JJ fits the mold. Like, okay, Lamar going to throw a ball out there, and JJ going to time it perfectly and catch it. Mm. You know, um, I prefer more of a guy like um, like a Hugh Butler um, over JJ. I was going to do that, but that's too easy. You know, I prefer. That's why I thought you picked for real. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I prefer Akeem over JJ um, way more, and I might even take a more. I might even take a chance on a guy like like um, Little Dane Boykins um, mm. as just a development guy, and like yeah, like round and like round three or round four or something like that. If he lasts that long, you know, just a guy that okay, you can block for me. You can stretch that field with your speed. Um, you can catch a high point. You can high point a ball. He don't have that dog in him that JJ got though, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. JJ got that dog in him, but mm-hmm. I take I take a keen bubble over both of them. I think it's funny that Nikhil had compared you to Keenan Allen because it was one play you had a nineteen yard touchdown in the red zone that was just like Keenan Allen. You set the corner back up with a mean two step into the slant for an easy touchdown. I thought it was pretty. And you, you pretty much, when I watched tape, it seemed like you're not in one spot. You slide, you outside. It's like you, you you come off the line of scrimmage real fast and you set your routes up very nice with the, the dead leg. So I do give you that. So you like a taller Bowden. Now, I hate using that comparison. You like a taller Bowden. He might be a little faster. Whiteside is going to do very well against zone coverage. He, he, he is. The question is, when he gets to the next level and he's manned up, what's he going to do? Because to me, his routes aren't that precise that he's going to be able to get open. He's not. When I compare him to Keenan Allen and Miles Austin, what Miles Austin do? Miles Austin was a third down machine. That's like that wasn't that wasn't a, a knock to him. I was just saying I felt like he's a possession receiver who's going to excel in getting in and out of zone and sitting in zones and making like those knickknack catches, like you know, hey, seven here, pretty much like Willie Sneed, what Willie Sneed does. Mm. That's that's white side to me. He's just better than Willie Sneed. So, I mean, he's not a bad guy. Again, all these guys aren't bad guys. I see him being. They just not the best. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> he's a chain mover. He's a tall chain mover like like an Antoine Bolden yeah. team. He's that's tall Bolden. He can move those chains. He's going to be a reliable target. Um, so I, I think he would be a good pickup for the Ravens for sure. I'm not quite sure around though. That's the thing. I'm not reaching for any wide receiver. No, just to point that out. Because I think I can, I can find fits for us in in the middle rounds. I would, I would be, I would be happy. I'd be happy if we ended up with a guy like JJ, and then maybe like in round four we got like a Miko Harmon. Um, or if I ended up with like um, not Perch Campbell, but the other guy. Um, McLaurin from Ohio State, and like round round late round three or round four. Say not no, I'm not saying I don't like Paris, but I'm saying I'm just talking about the not, not, not having the need, not having the need to really address it uh-huh. so early. Because I, I can, I actually like, I like both West, West Virginia receivers, and they, neither one of them going round. Oh, 
round one or round one or two. And I probably like Jennings more than I like the other guy. So well, Jennings got more love. Jennings <laughs> <laughs> got way more. Love. I don't know, at the at the senior practice, I, I like I like I like a lot of what I saw from Jennings, but I thought the other guy, um, the white guy, was getting more of the um, was getting more of the prep. But they're about twenty. They themselves. Yeah, still his name. But there's like there's like twenty wide receivers in this draft that I would not mind having. But and I feel better with us having them now that we got um the Kansas City, um, um Kansas City coach coming here. You know, being the the, the pass game coordinator and everything like that. He has a history um, being the wide receivers coach with Pittsburgh. And Kansas City. Um, this is like back in the night, like late nineties though. Huh? I Ingram still there. Well, what? Why are you? No. That's because your boy no, don't want to find nobody. Bobby. Bobby. Cause that's because your boy don't want to find nobody. Paris Campbell just sitting over there like. I can't wait for Paris Campbell to say something. <laughs> say what? <laughs> Anything. I like Ooh. Paris. I like Paris, but I, I think Paris is a. Ooh. I think Paris Campbell's an athlete. Ooh. I think he. You know when you when you find a cop, high school guy, you you pick him up as an athlete. Damn. And then you hope that he get through the four years of college oh, and he becomes a wide receiver. Damn. I think he is. You said Paris Campbell was taking on Right. I think he's an athlete. <laughs> I think he's an athlete. He he stated oh, an athlete oh, in college. Oh, say, oh, say that. Yo, how you, I want to say, how you rebut before you yeah, even go? Paris, go ahead. Paris, go ahead. Paris, go ahead. But he just speaking. He right there, I don't, I, don't know know. Take, I don't know what take. I don't know what take you to watch, bro. He just speak to that guy. You know that guy. Nah, I am sure he's bring out the true feelings of people. Yeah, I thought we all good. I ain't realized that. I was with you. I was with you. Nikhil Harry ain't got nothing to talk about over there. Because in two weeks, he's going to get caught for juicing any damn way. He's smoking a little weed. Just no, he's Bahamian. He, he, <laughs> he takes some injection somewhere at the end of the day. Wasn't that damn slow. So, I already got like 30% of my rebuttal already about being an athlete. But, I feel like I'm the most versatile receiver here. Of course, you know I run the 4-3. But that's not my star talent. My star talent is getting this in any zone that I can see and kill it. No problem. I'm a zone killer. Agreed. I sit in the zone and I find it and I catch it with my hands. I go north and south. But I have the ability to break it with no problem. Juke move, stop, keep it moving, mm. go up the field. It's not a problem. I My specialty is finding where you at as a cornerback and breaking off my route and getting open. So if you play man, if you're trying to shade one side, I'm going to eat it up with no problem. Um... Now, to say I'm just an athlete, I'm going to prove it when I get drafted. At the end of the day, I can do more than just run. Mm. I'm way better than Taylor Austin. He just got a 40, and that was it. That nigga got lucky. Agreed. With, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with 90 receptions, over 1,000 yards, and 12 touchdowns, I proved to be the most versatile receiver here. So let me get the, the rest of my rebuttals. Was that at one season? Huh? Yeah, it's one season. You called the athlete. Um, who me? Oh him? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's the best quarterback here, correct? Mm. Come on, come on, Al. I like where you go with that. So, what they gotta do? So, since he's the best receiver here, that means I got 90 receptions. I can get open. I can do my job. I don't give a fuck what his job has got to do. 
But you have matter of fact, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Let me 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 change what I said. Not only does he have the best quarterback here, he has the best coach here. Has the best playoff season. Has the best coach. He was like the bitches getting slapped up and down. Who? Irv? Did he turn another cheek? Yeah. Literally. Coach Irv is the best coach here, best quarterback, and that's two of the four things that you need. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Play either way. No, no, no. You heard his argument right there. That's why he can't talk no more. Because if if that's the best coach, that means he's seen something in me that he didn't see none of y'all. Who? I ain't going to do that. Well, I mean, he was. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Y'all can get no argument. Well, he didn't already say his argument. Well, you know that. That's pretty good. He picked the play behind the four other wide receivers that then went to the league already. Went to the league already. Because y'all got the best coach. And you got a quarterback. And you probably, I can't remember if it was three or four yet, but you probably was there with Z. As a freshman. You probably was there with Z. Who's Z? Zeke. Zeke. Oh. So y'all got talent out of course you won't have 90 catches. Ain't nobody paying attention to you. I got everybody else to watch. I got 90 catches. If that means if somebody ain't paying attention to me, that means defensive coordinators ain't doing that job. They got to watch Terry and John. Mm-hmm. If you got 90 catches, you pretty much just like Alvin Kamara playing wide receiver. Right. And you can, He's a running back. You're catching those short passes. You're doing the jet sweeps. You're doing the, the, the five the five and <laughs> ends. The five and <laughs> ends. <laughs> Five and, <laughs> and when you get past two yards, it's because you got yak to get past two yards. Oh, but I'm looking at McClellan. I'm like, okay, that's the best wide receiver on this on this team, in my opinion. Okay, the other guy, to me, just <laughs> the other guy, just athlete guy. And Harry Campbell is is the best wing back here. And if I'm being compared to Alvin Kamara, then that's the main reason the Saints lost the NFC Championship because he stopped going to Alvin Kamara. Ooh. Technically, that's not the main reason. That's one of the main reasons. I think my rebuttal is going to be quite surprising to to Paris. Because I agree with everything Paris said. Paris is very good against zone coverage. He is very fast. We know that in the 4-3. Paris catches the ball with his hands. Yes, we agree with that. But where I kind of disagree with him being the best is... uh, Paris really can't get off a jam. Mm-mm. Paris, once somebody touches him, Paris is going down. He don't break no tackles. Paris had 11 reps at don't the uh, Marquise Brown. He's a low-budget Marquise Brown. To me, he like if Marquise Brown did drugs for a year and then came back. That's Paris. That's Paris to me. That's just that's just me personally. When I said I didn't want to mention the other person that's not in here, the only other wide receiver that I think is formidable in this draft is Marquise Brown when it comes to Nikhil Hurry. So, because Marquise Brown does all the things that – Marquise Brown is tough. Like, you don't see Paris Campbell tough. catching – You don't see him – you, you don't see him catching the ball in traffic. If it – You're right. I don't see him catching – I'm talking Paris Campbell. You don't see him. You if, you, if I'm in the zone, that is traffic. No, no, it's not. If you said you, you pretty much run clear out routes, like you said, you run crosses and you run in routes, sitting in zones. 
So, I mean, look, you Marquise Browns, I'm not going to advocate for Marquise Browns. Marquise Browns ain't hitting that. But what <laughs> he, I'm going to say is that. saying he's better than you. So. No, I'm just saying he's better than Paris. That's what I'm saying. When you compare, you, you can compare two wide receivers in this draft, you can compare Marquise Brown and Paris Campbell, right? Because they both run 4-3 and they both are small in stature or whatever the case may be. If somebody pulled up Marquise Brown's stats right now and in his film, you would be like, oh, Paris who? Marquise Brown is way better than Paris Campbell to me. But the fact remains is Paris, Paris Campbell is going to – once somebody touches him, he's going down. He goes down like off the weakest tackles. He, he, he's, he's just not built to sustain at the next level. I just don't think he can. To be fair, to be fair, the same rebuttal that I had as far as best coach and quarterback, Marquise Brown did play with the Hopkins Trophy one two years in a row. Mm, and probably the better coach. And probably the better coach. The better overall team. I don't say better than well, I don't say that. Your rebuttal about the coaches don't mean a damn thing. Only coach. Right. <laughs> they don't mean a damn thing to me because I ain't got no damn coach or coach, quarterback. Your coach says you play to win the game. Play to win the game. That's your so, coach, Huh? Herm Edwards is... Herm Edwards? Herm Edwards is a good coach. Oh, he a good coach. He ain't better than... Hold on. Hold on. Only coach in football ain't better than Urban Meyer. What was Herm Edwards a coach of what? He's a good head coach, but what do you normally coach? Defense. D-backs, defense, all that, right? Herm ain't worried about me. Herm worried about the defense. I ain't know what you're going to do. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You, we play to win the game, but we also play to get drafted. And that's what Nikhil been doing. All right? Paris, I mean, look, Paris not a bad wide receiver. We end up with Paris came up like, all right, cool. We just, obviously, if they press us, we in trouble. But, <laughs> but guess what? That's no new thing to Baltimore fans. We've seen we it before. <laughs> We've seen somebody get jammed at the line of scrimmage. And I'm telling you right now. You said Paris Campbell's too I'm just saying they said play. The, they get they get off the jam the same way, which is not getting <laughs> off the jam. Not at all. So if you're doing any type of time around to a press coverage, that's a whack. So, like, <laughs> rebuttal of number 21, Paris Campbell. I honestly, out of everybody here, I don't have a rebuttal for Paris Campbell. Because we didn't see enough to, to warrant what he would do at the next level. He only ran three routes. And, like, and it could be, like you mentioned, the plethora of talent with throughout their team. You got three running backs that can get you five yards a pop. You got a quarterback that can put the ball everywhere. And you, and you got McLaurin, you got Dixon, you got tight ends. All they needed him to do was run a drag, catch a screen, or run deep. So we ain't seeing him running an out route. We ain't seeing a comeback. We ain't seeing him, you know, speed out too often. You know what I mean? We ain't seen So I can't really say... What he gonna do to the next level? It's intriguing because when you see him, he what six one with a four three. It's like all right. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what it's gonna be. I know what Nikhil Hurry is gonna do at the next level, right? Right away. Like right away, I know he's gonna be the big target and gonna make tough contested catches, and he's gonna you know break away from tackles and possibly take a, a slant, a three yard slant to you know for forty yards. I'll be the catcher. Yeah, I, oh, I know wow. that's what happened. Wow. I know, I know. All Sega Whiteside is going to be that that red zone target. Just throw it up. He's going to go snatch it. I know. Um, 
Yeah. Debo. I know Debo got a whole nother gear on a bang eight. He run a post route and he just has he's gone. Ain't no catching him. No one's gonna happen. I know I know Debo's gonna be the type of player where even though the if your team is losing, he's gonna give hundred and ninety percent. I know that. I know who's got I know AJ Brown got hands. He's gonna catch the ball. He's gonna make people miss. He's gonna bully some people. I know that. Campbell, I don't know what he's going to do at the next level. I agree. I'm, I don't know. I'm, it's intriguing. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by everybody. I just so, don't know. So what would you draft me, guys? What would you draft me first? Who would I draft? The way, where, would, where would you draft first? See. If you had to draft See, I, I don't believe the media hype. You know the media is hyping his 40, he's going to be there as a first-round pick. I honestly don't believe D.K. Metcalf going to be a first-round pick. Well, I take that back. I, I think D.K. going to be a first-round pick, but it's going to be like, Around the twenties, I think nobody gonna take him early, unless the Giants. I think they should. After the Giants get rid of Odell, but these they might. Picks and... But I I don't know. But even with DK, I know right away he's gonna be used for two routes. <clears throat> right away, he's gonna run. Yeah, technically two routes. He's either gonna be a decoy, running deep, or he's gonna throw a deep, or he's gonna run a post route. That's it. That's it. Other than that, I don't know. You know. DK, until he develop everything, then he'll be a, a major, major threat. Paris Campbell, he's like he's like everybody here. Second round on. You he could be a stud. I think I think I know for a fact four out of the five in the next level will be studs. Paris Campbell, I don't know, because you ain't seen him do but so much. Now what he did do at, at Ohio State. The next level, oh yeah, it could be solid at that. Damn sure, it could be a. Uh, if anything, he gonna draw a pass interference penalty because you need to stay in front of him. But until I see more, then I say, like, all right. Question: see. Haven't we heard this story before? We hear it every year. Real fast forty. Mid to late, mid to late, um, mid to late uh, first round. Heard a couple years in a row, right, Rashad? You heard it. Uh, what's in the Bengals? Uh, John Ross. John, John Ross. Well, to be fair, John Ross. He was decent last year. I heard he's about to get cut. Did he get cut? That was rumors. We heard the story before, Paris. I'm sorry. Anybody? <laughs> next thing you know, you gonna get drafted. the same guy who said, I, I heard the story before, too, though. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. His, his rebuttal, the years to come, was always, oh, He's four five. He got a four five forty. He ain't with no separation. I can't trust him going down the field. Right. Come like shit. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, wait, I ain't saying that. Who Nikhil getting separation? Just like I said, I looked it up. Guess what? Last year, y'all know who we did last year. Y'all see this? Oh, we DJ did, Moore. DJ Moore. We did. Uh, who's the dude? You do down in um Dallas. Um, Dallas. Gallup. My guys, that was your we guy. did. Uh, uh, we did James Washington. James Washington. Wow. Yeah, we did. Uh, somebody did Equinemia St. Brown. That was his guy. Oh, that was his guy. I don't know. I don't think we picked. He has to be. I don't but know. Mine was definitely Christian Curry. And Josh Reynolds was on there. I think I did. Christian Curry. I think Christian somebody Curry. else picked Gallup. That's Christian Curry. Oh, that's Christian Curry. Sure oh. You pick. You pick Gallup. Oh, okay. Well, you dare sure pick Gallup. Well, first of all, let me just establish this. I think I won last year. Who the hell? Who the hell? When this list was better than Gallup? Well, 
Technically, Ooh, I, I won, won last year. Who you? Who was you last year? I won last year. I told y'all about the efforts from the jump. Nobody in this draft was better than Calvin. Whoa, Calvin went in the I'm serious. We talking about I'm serious. We talking about uh, right. shit could have would All right, cool. But now, no, we I said so we said all oh, y'all agreed that no, you can't beat Calvin because you know that's a given. I said pick Calvin. I ain't Calvin. That. Everything I said he was gonna be. Slapping I told y'all last year, and, Calvin and was he looked good. He looked good. He looked good around. The talent he had, but he ain't gonna be nothing but the slap receiver he is. Mm. He ain't even better than his brother. Oh, mm. he not. Whoa, wow. He's really not. Mm. Whoa. The slower, bigger Riley. I said it. I, Riley, I said it twice. Riley better than Calvin. Riley Ralph. It's just all, it's all about what you want in a receiver. Like yes. I see, you start to you start to uh, go yes. towards possession wide receivers like Keenan Allen and and guys Keenan. like that. Well, Keenan can do it all. You probably get Riley in like yeah, I mean, early round. We had to agree to disagree. I don't think Keenan Allen can stretch the field. That's just me. That's just me personally. He ain't got to stretch the field. He's gonna break your fucking ankle. But that's not what he. That's not what he has to do. He not actually. He has to be a great possession receiver. He is that. You know what it is. You're right. It's kind of like to your point when it comes to the boxes, mm-hmm. the little things. How you talked about Hopkins, the knockout punches. Punches are excited. The deep shots are the knockout punches. You know what I like? I like the guys that look. No, they can knock you out. I'm going to beat on you. I'm going to embarrass you. And Keenan Allen will embarrass you all game long. You know when it's third and two and they're going to Keenan Allen, can you stop it? No. <laughs> so, so I, I love that type of stuff. Because what tired you out is you missing the punches. <laughs> you going out there I love it. giving all you got and Keenan Allen just stopping the dime and you still running. This nigga is <laughs> <laughs> looking like damn fool. This nigga did. I just love that stuff. stuff. Deontay Wilder and shit. I'm just saying. I pick Wilder. I pick Wilder. We get lucky one time. That nigga, that nigga can't. He, he the best ever. Oh man. I pick Wilder. Oh man. If you watch Nikhil Hurry tape, you can actually see the different routes. Not like, not like Paris Campbell. Now let's let's be fair. Let's be totally fair. I'm a Nikhilari fan. Y'all heard me talk about Nikhilari last year and this year. I don't know if you remember. I know Al remember. I was talking about Nikhilari. The only reason Nikhilari is mentioned in like the top two receivers in this draft is because the draft isn't loaded with threats. Super speed guys. If you put Nikhil Harry in his 4-5 in another draft with more guys who, who ran the 4-4s four and 4-3s, you wouldn't be considered a first round pick. Everybody in here ran under 4-5. With the exception of me. No, no, no. no. With the exception of me. Nikhil ran a 4-4 now. Well, we didn't steal. He ran a 4-4. I'm just being honest. Like, if it was more 4-3 guys out there, camp was running, it was more 4-2 guys, they wouldn't really consider that. Because that's just, that's just the way the, the weird business works. I was still considering him a top guy because I'm, I'm a fan of what he do. I can't the underwear stuff. Cool. When I watch him, he's a dog. Nikhil Harry's absolute dog. And I want on my team. Period. Absolute dog. I will accept any of these wide receivers on my team. What's your perfect combo? A wide receiver? I'm assuming we get two. Perfect combo? Yeah. You said we getting two? I assume we get a two draft, two wide receivers. I don't think we get two. You know, just one? 
don't think this is my thing. This is my well. I think they can sign Des Bryant. If they get two, the second one would be a developmental guy. But you trying to develop right now? Um, you just spoke his name, Jaleel Scott. Yeah. Oh, that's a developmental guy. I Boyo. He's been hurt. You double that ain't it? What it, all he did was when given the opportunity, he showed out. What was this? Preseason. Preseason. Right. That's it. True. That's why I'm he, saying he you, gotta give my, you gotta give him an opportunity. Gotta give him an opportunity. That's why I don't think they will get two guys. I think they'll get one. I think receiver will be one one guy. Because you got Adeboyo, Lastly, Chris Moore, Jaleel Scott, Willie Sneed. Right, that's five. So you get another guy that's a rookie that <clears throat> can compete with them for the spots. Mm-hmm. And then just to put, uh, you know, they're going to do it probably at some point. They might see what's on the waiver wire. If a top, I don't say top receiver, but if a, if a solid receiver is cut because of money, Ravens will jump. That'd be seven receivers. Six is already a lot to commit to wide receiver, especially when you can run a ball. We'll, we assume they're going to run a ball with three to four different players. Six is already a lot. You feel me? So I don't really see him carrying all seven. He made a mistake to go into this draft and just give, just go after one guy. I think now, what's that, that guy is, is a Nikhil Harry? Still. I feel the same. I still feel the same way. I'm not so... You're not, I'm not sold on Hayden no. Hurst and Mark Andrews? No, I'm sold on that. So Are you not sold on Mark Ingram? I'm sold on the wide receivers that we have and the running back that we have. Um, we can improve in the slot receiver position. Um, it is. We can improve on the slot receiver position. I'm not sold on the outside guys at all as being the blockers that we need or being the deep or being the um the 50-50 jump ball guys that I think Lamar could, could use. Um, although Ooh. if they really use I'm the, sold on um, one of them. Well, they gotta get or shot. they or they if they use the tight ends properly the way they were using college you might you might still have those guys using as wide receivers yeah. a little bit but I don't want to I think the draft is real deep at wide receiver I don't want to go into this draft just getting one two I'm with because um, I don't have to I don't have to get them early True. I can go into the fifth round I can find a slot guy mm-hmm. like I like I like um I'm a big fan of Danny um. Amendola. Oh, no, no. like, no. Isabella. Isabella. I like Danny Isabella. Um, I, I hope he's dead like round five. I doubt if he'll be there. I think somebody else will like him and get him round four. Huh? Who else you say? I was just saying Danny. I like, and I said a lot like Miko Harbin, who might be there in round four, round Miko. five kind of guy. Because I think Miko could be like Miko. a Tariq Hill. He just got a couple things he got to work on. He could be who? He could be a Tariq, a Tariq Hill type oh. of guy. He just got to work on a few. I'm not saying he'll he come out the gate. And beat Tyreek Hill. Huh? He in, he in Berkman versus? <laughs> no. No, but just talent wise, I can see him being that kind of a slot guy. He got the speed. He got a couple of things he can work on, but I think he's I'd rather that guy be my kind of uh, my project guy as opposed to me trying to trying to work things out with um, Jaleel Scott. And while the Ravens hold on to their draft picks year one, they can get rid of one the year after. What do you think about the guy last year? He was, he was part of everybody. He was the biggest on Jordan Lashley. I like Jordan Lashley. And I'm pissed off they didn't give him an opportunity last year. Oh, to, he didn't beat nobody else. I don't, I don't, I, I think, I don't like the way that they, um, I think they do a little, little bit of what Buck did with the Ray, with the Oreos, kind of give the older guys 
uh, benefit of the doubt and play them. Mm. And they kind of hesitate at certain positions and putting um, the young guys in there. I mean, to me, Butter was washed two years ago. I saw seven sacks. But I also, also remember um, that we played um, the most rookie quarterbacks of, of, of all time. We just happened to also luck up to playing um, third string or second string quarterbacks like the week before the, the starter got hurt a few times. And he piled up interceptions. But I saw him um, post games take ownership of two losses in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, so he was garbage that year, just as garbage he was this year. Mm-hmm. Like you should have put in the rookie. Well, he was hurt. I mean, yeah, not the, but you could have. We saw a lot of out of Chuck Clark. We saw that Chuck Clark was mm-hmm. was doing a little bit better, getting certain spots in certain moments, whatever. Then you saw Eric Weddle. What we lost in um, what you lost in and knowledge of the game, you gained in athleticism. Gotcha. Y'all believe the Ravens should take two receivers? L. Jonah. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Two linemen? Yes. That's my thought. I'm there too. But we got seven but picks. Do we? Or more? So far. Seven so far. But you know they're going to trade out. They're going to trade but. something. And get more picks. It wouldn't shock me if they pulled. I one. think. I don't think we. I don't think we need to. If if you're really. If your belief is in the guys that you already have in building. You don't need to. You want to go ahead and give those guys a shot. Like Jaleel Scott, like Lashley. Chris Moore. Like Chris Moore. Like um, Adeboyo. Like these guys been here. And they're, like I said, they're almost out of their rookie deal. And we have yet to give them a shot. Like, why would you bring someone else to not give a shot? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I think you bring one. Bring well, one, yes. You didn't go this route. They're rookies, so they got to earn their keep. So it's, it's a competition. They assigned Terrell Williams. I'd have been happy and upset because that takes that locks down technically two positions. Like right now in my eyes, only one position is locked down at wide receiver. That's, and that's Willie Sneed. Mm-hmm. Like that slot is his. The other two positions is it's a toss up. But the type of receiver I think we would want <clears throat> is any of the guys that we pick in this, you know, in this IM series, because when you factor in Mark Andrews' ability and Hayden's ability to uh, play the outside or split out and play the wide position, and their route running prowess that he has, that is one of these guys will be interesting. Because you can't really pinpoint what the Ravens would do. Like, think about it, Nikhil Hurry. You see a lot of it every single position at wide receiver and produce. Same thing with Whiteside. Same thing with Campbell. Same thing with Debo. Debo was a was a was a red zone target. Same but if thing. You are drafting one. You yeah, same draft thing with AJ Brown. All five of our guys, they play they, they they would move guys to a degree. So I think that would be this is a perfect draft to go wide receiver because you got guys that you can put anywhere along that front. And produce. I just don't see us just saying that statement. I wouldn't even be shocked if they gave up something from next year's draft um, to move back into. His. So who would be the two? Who would be the two guys you would look to get? I look to get a king, um, the king butler, and I go for it for a guy like a Miko or like round five or Danny or Danny. 
in round four or five. But I've already traded my first round draft pick, so I got a second. You trading? I trading? Y'all trading the first round pick regardless? No, not regardless. Oh, so I'm not regardless. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. Last year, I made my proclamation saying, okay, you you trade back unless this guy falls. Right. And this guy was Derwin James. Derwin James fell. We made a mistake. We traded back a couple times. Um, Yeah. But this year, there's only two guys that I think could actually be there that I would pick. There might be other guys, but to me, if. um, if Cecil for um, for Lynn fell to twenty five, I'm taking him. Um, okay. If um if if Cody um or Cody Ford fell there, I would consider it, but not as much as Cecil. All so right. I would probably say Cecil was my my one guy. If All he right. fell down there, if we can get a pass rush like that. Mm. I'm with him. What you think, T? No, no, like who's that? You said you said. Uh-huh. You're not in the trade back regards. You, you said if such and now, such are here. I have not I have not scouted any defensive players yet. Oh, you have fun. Um yeah, I'm I since you this was supposed to be a defensive draft, fun. I was like, I'm saving it for last. So I'll finish I'll finish up wide receivers sometime this week and then I'll be done offensively. But to me if uh if the center from NC State. Bradbury. Bradbury. If Bradbury is available, I'm taking Bradbury. Um, if, I don't know. I don't know what the market is going to be, for, like what round-wise what the market is going to be for some of the guards that's available. And like a tackler, I think, can kick in the guard, which is the Florida guy. If he's available, oh, I'm moving back. Like, yeah. Well, Bradbury's available, I'm taking Bradbury. If there's a tremendous defensive Linemen available, like interior or um, pass rusher, <clears throat> then I'm taking that, and that's just what it is. I'm I'm team trade back unless this year, like so. I'm not as adamant as last year, mm. and that's and that's because you ain't watched defense. I haven't watched defense. So you defense like trade back regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, and I, it's y'all know it's tough for me. I'm normally around this time of year. I've been on um, fan speak for like. Since February, but <laughs> you know it's just been like going on. So I'm trying to. I got to catch up, and then I'm just going to fan speak it up for like the last month. Yeah, so I don't have that much time. I only got like two weeks to really get the defensive guys mm-hmm. scouted before I can actually like spend my two weeks really stressing myself out about who we're going to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Cleveland is available, it's twenty five. I'll, I'll stay fair. Twenty five. Twenty two. Twenty two. I'm about to say, what you want? No, he team trade back. Already, His right. psyche is team trade back. <laughs> he don't even know it. <laughs> Joe, you got anybody? I think who I personally want for. I think they're going to end up being gone. <clears throat> That's going to be the center. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cody Ford. Of course, I'm, I like Jonah Williams. Um. Bush and mm. and what's that a lot better? White. No, Bush. He can, <laughs> you, know, you can go back and watch as much videos you That's want. White. That nigga is. I think White would be gone. Bush would be. Bush might be. A I don't think Bush make it past Pittsburgh. I think Bush is Michigan, right? Yes. yes. I think he'll 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 be there at twenty at uh, still linebacker at twenty two. Man, run that car there with the quickness. So Take, it's not that he's bad. I just think Take that I think I, I think we're fine at, at, at the interior line. I'm, I'm a I fan don't. of both of those guys. I the majority is. So the Steelers, I'm a fan of both the, of them. If the Steelers is up and, gre- and 
Williams and Bush is dead. Who they pick? Ooh, who? If Bush and Greedy is dead? Yeah. I hope they pick Bush. I, the Greedy I think they no, pick Greedy. I already you, picked Greedy. Greedy. Yes. Greedy was... I saw a mock that saw um, us pick somebody and Greedy was on the board still. And I'm sitting here like, I have no need at all for this motherfucker. Please but I can't not think of the idea of having him grow next to uh, Marlon for years. And me having him for five years. And Greedy... Pissed me off because he played a competition, but it's the NFL. Mm-hmm. Every team is competition. It's you know. I like but, greedy, but if you're saying I can pass on greedy, he's not going to be there. Trade right. back and we get Baker the next round. I agree. See, greedy. Catch you later. <laughs> Another thing with the center from NC State, I like him. He is good, but I also like um, Mississippi State. He's a good center. Um, Jenkins will be there like mid round two that I would take and be just as happy with. If not even more happy with, but Bradbury don't get moved. I like Washington. Bradbury, court. that's the thing. He Look. just he's just a wall and like a technical but also monster. Bradbury is an all pro, yeah, all like, NFL center. Yeah, that is genius is good, but I. But let's also hope that Bradbury and Bowman and Bowman stepped up. Um and 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 did the Ryan Jensen plan? Well, well, let's hope. Let's hope. That happens and still draft back Bradbury. And put both of them at Right. Because Bozeman didn't play everything in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And the good thing with Cody is, like, I think Cody can play tackle. Um, I play him at guard, obviously, because that's what the need is. But I think the Ravens would would be would benefit by picking a, a, a guy that can play tackle just so they'll have options for when it comes to um, – to, well, to, to Stanley. I'm not sure. I'm about to say Stanley's Stanley. not going to be here. Stanley's parts himself out of Baltimore. Child, I'm not sure. Stanley ain't going no damn way. Stanley's parts himself out of Baltimore. You crazy? Because I don't want to just. Baltimore ain't letting go no left tackles. I'm sorry. It's going to be a lot of money to pay the kid. I don't you already have a left tackle. Gone. You don't have a left tackle. You do have a left tackle. No, sir. Who? No, sir. You play 2.0. Yes. No, sir. No, sir. Listen. Why? Why? Why would you want to break that up? I think he's gone. He prices himself out. He's not breaking out. him out, but they just can't afford him. You can afford both of them. afford him. It takes two years. You can't go up by $10 million every year. I don't know why we try to get booking left tackles like we got pass up. Oh, that's right. I'm just saying. You don't believe in the Ravens because they still got Harbaugh. So, yeah. I still want him to win. If we can win the Super Bowl and get rid of John Harbaugh with it. I'm liking his staff. <laughs> huh? I'm liking his staff. I still don't like him for nothing, but because he only is good as his staff, I'm liking his staff. I don't That's like all his staff. Yeah. I don't love him, but I like him more. That's all. Than what, what we have. You still got, got Bobby Ingram. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna help Tay out next week. I am series. We're going defense. I'm saying pass rush. Easy. That works. All right. I'll be I'll be on pass rush by then. Hopefully. So, do y'all want to announce who y'all guy is? Or I don't just know. have it like y'all spirit can announce. I just pick whoever else is left. Well, just you know, just like spirit them over. That way, I want for you. No, because that way he don't have sixty five pages and he no, got he got he got have more than those he more pages too. So yeah, so we still got a scout. So that means he got a scout because he don't know who we gonna pick. That means he got a scout. That means he got, he got till Sunday. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if he not telling who it is, he's got a scout for everybody. Right. I'm with it. To be fair to your schedule, is that fair you'd rather have us say who we got? 
Because you are a busy man. Uh-huh. So what you saying? Would you prefer us to say the guys we picking ahead of time or the day of I Am Series? Yes, Sunday. Go with it. I say day of. Just go with it. Sure. Yeah. Now think about your schedule and everything. I ain't worried about that. It is what it is. <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm going I'm to scout at least the top 13 pass rushers. Mm. So. Okay. Mm. All right. I might have to cut the wide receiver short to get it, but that's all right. <laughs> so. That's our show. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, thanks, Roland, again for coming through with your football knowledge. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the sideline. Talk. I'm torn on one pass rusher, so hopefully somebody picks that pass rusher. If so don't want to do. What? I like. I like what I see on tape. But I don't. Go ahead and say it out there. Go ahead and say it out there. What's cool? What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? Jakob Polite. That's your guy. It's not really my guy, but it's my school. <laughs> that's your school. That's your guy. That's what I'm trying to freak. Like, I kind of like Polite, but I don't like what I see from Polite. Nigga named Polite. I like his music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stand first. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll see. Y'all take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. Oh. The $2 Small Me Cafe is the answer to your day. The question is whether you go with a rich caramel frappe paired with a warm cinnamon roll, a sweet caramel macchiato paired with a blueberry muffin made with real blueberries, or a hot chocolate paired with a classic apple fritter. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't worry, there's never a wrong choice. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.